Your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Sunday, January 14th. We're here live. Pick up the phone and join me, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Calls are busy already. We'll get to those in a little bit. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. Um, Normally, I spend the morning... You know, researching, reading, working on ideas for the show. And this morning I decided to take a break. I was just really starting to feel a little burnout. Haven't had any days off. Um, And they've been long days trying to read all the tax code, write calculators, do reviews for people. So this morning I just decided to take it easy. Figured we'd talk about whatever it is you wanted to talk about. And about an hour before the show... I went online just to answer questions. I have two groups that I try to stay on top of any questions. One of them is the online course that I'm doing about getting started as an owner-operator so that we have a private Facebook group, and I answer questions throughout the course in there. And then the other one is an open Facebook group about understanding the new tax law. So one place where I can try to keep all the information together So while I was in there, of course, I happened to see several other comments. And I don't know if it was a full moon last night or I have been getting a lot of um, press and exposure in the industry because of the new tax law. I think I've done been interviewed on four different articles in the last couple of months. I've been doing several other shows. I have a couple more shows coming up. Uh, This coming Friday, I'll be doing three hours on Freewheeling again. And I think on the 22nd, uh, that's a week from Monday, I think I'll be doing two hours with Mark Willis. Maybe it's just all the exposure, but I could not believe how many absolutely false statements and comments I saw about myself. It's always challenging. You know, I I do not... In fact, I love having my facts challenged, my opinions challenged, my strategy, because it gives me a chance to prove it. It gives me a chance to say, here's why this is how this works. Here's the research. Here's the proof. If it's my opinion just gives me a chance to back up my opinion. Opinions are just that. They're not facts. But I try to base my opinions on good facts with lots of research. So I love when people challenge my opinion. And then we can get into a good discussion. And if everybody keeps it civil, we all learn something. That's good debate. That would be the positive side of social media. What I always wonder what I should do with is when People just make absolutely false statements about me. You know, I've tried ignoring it because most of the time those people just aren't even worth engaging with. The problem is if it continues, then other people believe it. This is the downside to social media. So if I just ignore it and let it go and it keeps getting repeated, then 
more and more people believe it. So I have to at least, well, I don't have to, but I've chosen many times to at least step in and, and just make this statement saying, could you prove that statement you just made? Because many times I can prove the opposite. And like I say, it's always a challenge. Do I engage them, ignore them? But I, I just find the more I ignore them, especially lately, the more things keep getting repeated. But here were some of the crazy statements. I don't know what it was this morning. It was just loaded with them, and they're so blatantly wrong. You know, you could say some things that, you know, I've even changed my mind about over the years, you know, as I've learned more things. But these were really, really clear and blatantly wrong. Let me, um, let me give you some of these. One of them, in one post, somebody claimed that I was a, a huge proponent of the Max Force engine, that I said it was a good engine, and I supported it. I, I can't count how many times I have said that is the worst diesel engine ever produced, worse even than the D16 from Volvo, which used to top my list. So it's easy for me to just post a clip and say, no, listen, here's six times where I clearly said the Max Force engine is the worst. How did anybody... So do they really hear me that wrong? Do they just make this stuff up for some reason? Or do they make such blatantly, you know, obviously wrong statements just to get a reaction? That's why I always wonder what I should do. Here was another one. I thought this was hilarious. Um, Somebody claimed they had absolute proof that the Keep On Trucking app and the website was owned by me. And that's an ELD app. Now, first off, if I did own the app, I'd be promoting it. Because if I would have spent the money to invest in building an app, I would have been promoting it. So I don't need, I've never even seen the app. I, I've heard of it. I know they were one that had the problem on the first day, but a lot of others did too. Um, I've heard a lot of people say good things about it. I certainly don't own it. I don't even know who does. And I don't own the website. And when he was challenged, he promptly deleted all of the comments. So they're gone now. So, And that's another reason why sometimes several of these today, when I challenged them, they just got deleted, which is good. That That's what I'd like to see. Just get it out of there. We don't have to fight. We don't have to argue. Just either prove it or they get afraid because they can't prove it and they delete it. So here was another one. I thought this was funny. Um, one guy said that I keep saying on the air that my way, my way is the only way to succeed. And again, I could, one of my favorite statements for a long time was, look, here's how I do it, but there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. And then I had a statement that pissed off all the cat lovers, but I won't do that today. Um, clearly, I don't say my way is the only way to succeed. I say my way, if I'm talking about it works, I can prove it. Doesn't mean it's the only way. And it doesn't work in every situation. Nothing does. So I know I don't make statements like that. Here was one that really got me. It kind of made me laugh because I know this one is so untrue. And we just had great examples of this on the show yesterday. Um, This guy who was in a lease purchase said that I make fun of people on national radio who are in lease purchase, call them idiots, and refuse to help them. That's what he said. Um, 
I have said the programs are horrible. I may have even, in trying to convince somebody not to do it, I may have even made statements like, you'd be an idiot to sign this. But I, that's, that's trying to give them advice. I don't tell people you are an idiot for signing this. What I tell people, and actually my statement is pretty clear. I've used this one many times as well. I tell people all the time that are in lease purchases, when they call me, I make the statement that if you are already in a lease purchase, I will do everything I can to help you succeed in it or I'll help you get out of it. And then I go on to say, if you are not in a lease purchase, but you're thinking about it, I will do everything I can to convince you not to do it. I've made that statement, I'll bet 50 times, not exaggerating. And we had some great examples of it in the the show yesterday and this past week. Uh, Tad, who I've been working with for three years, is about to buy his truck, go to Landstar, and probably triple or quadruple his income. I have a caller I've been working with that calls all the time who was making $13,000 a year in his lease purchase when he first called me. And I've been helping him. He's doing all the hard work. I'm just making recommendations. He got out of it, got his own truck, went to Landstar, did extremely well, recently got his own authority, and made over $100,000 net. Those are the success stories that I absolutely love. But to say that I refuse to help people in lease purchase and and make fun of them, unbelievable. Uh, Here was another one. Um, I read somewhere on one of my posts, somebody made a comment that now that ELDs are in place, people are driving like idiots and accidents are up. That was the statement. So I just asked a question. I said, wow, where did you find the data on accidents being up? Could you share it with me? And the response back almost immediately was, Hell no, find it yourself. And I said, I, I wasn't being sarcastic. I look for that kind of data. And it doesn't exist as far as I know yet. Normally, crash data is sometimes two years behind the time period. Like, if I go look for crash data now, I'm not going to find 2017. It, it's, it takes a while to compile that data and get it out. So I'm wondering where he found data proving accidents are up since December 18th. Hasn't even been a month yet. So I, he, you know, I responded with that and he deleted all of his comments. One more thing I'll cover real quick right after this break. Then we'll get to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Discover Sirius XM's new original channel, Pop Rocks. I love Pop Rock. My kids and I can listen to it and sing at the top of our lungs in the car, and we all enjoy it. I play it constantly with my girls, and it takes me back to the glory days of the late 90s and early 2000s. Pop Rocks, it's always Dave Matthews, Hootie and the Blowfish. I love them all. Keep up the great work. Hear it before you hear about it from a friend. Pop Rocks, channel 17, or on the Sirius XM app in the Pop category. 
Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Are you ready for the undisputed king of beef? Japanese Wagyu, raised in America, also known as Kobe Beef, won 2015, 2016, and 2017 Grand Champion at the American Royal Steak Competition. KobeClub.com is changing the way luxury beef is sold in America by making it affordable for everyone. 2018 memberships are currently available at KobeClub.com. K-O-B-E-Club.com. Landline Now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. Possibly the first news program ever dedicated to the truck driver. Landline Now with Mark Reddy. Exclusively. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. You know, there's a lot to think about in trucking this year. The technology changing, the digital brokers changing, the tax law changing, the rates going through the roof, ELDs, demand going up. Really, really busy year. But it's all good news for the owner-operator. I just don't see any bad news right now for owner-operators. Everything looks like... 2018 could be the best year we've seen in the entire time I've been in the industry over three decades. 2014 was certainly way up there at the top, but I think 2018 could set some records. I'm excited about it. Not only will you be able to make more money, you'll be able to pay less tax on it, significantly less, thousands of dollars less. That's exciting. 
There's one more thing, though, we should start paying attention to again. Something I've been kind of ignoring for a while, because one of the things you have to do in business is you have to prioritize. You you can't always work on everything. So you prioritize. Where do I get the biggest return for my investment of time and money? And one of the areas that I kind of slacked off on the last several years has been fuel economy. Fuel dropped way down in price doesn't mean it's still not important. It's always important. I started working on fuel mileage strategies when fuel was 80 cents a gallon, and people thought I was an idiot. They still do today, but that doesn't bother me, certainly doesn't stop me. But, But I change my strategies as the fuel price changes. So when we get down in that $2 range, I don't put nearly as much focus on it. You can take your time and resources and go work on revenue because rates were up and it was a good time to focus on revenue, go build relationships, go look for good lanes, and you still need to be doing that, but we should keep an eye on fuel prices. When when we had those couple of run-ups and fuel was between 4 and $5 a gallon, all I talked about was fuel economy. Because that was your biggest opportunity to create more net profit. So I'm just keeping an eye on it. It's been slowly creeping up. It looks like we're getting back into uh, some of the highest prices we've seen for a while. I think that's good. High fuel prices are good for small owner operators that know how to manage fuel. And people will say, whoa, you shouldn't wish for that because it's going to hurt the economy. Well, it doesn't matter what I wish for. God, I I wish I was that powerful that I could have any impact on fuel prices. I can't. I talk about it so that people are paying attention. Because when you're in business and you're running your business every day, it's not always easy to stay on top of everything. That's what this show is about. I do the research. I help people stay on top of these topics, know where they should be focusing, and then help them with ways to do it. So while rates... And time management under ELDs and building relationships around rates is clearly the number one priority right now. You also have to divert some of your time and energy to taxes, getting caught up for last year, getting in good strategies in place for this year. And you need to be paying attention to fuel prices again. If the economy heats up, which it's been doing, if it continues... That puts pressure on everything. We will tend to see some inflation, and we will tend to see fuel prices go up. If the worldwide economy heats up, we will see lots of pressure on diesel prices because diesel is the most popular fuel in the world. And no matter where somebody burns diesel, here or China, it puts upward pressure on price. So one more thing I'm keeping an eye on, but between great rates... Lots of demand, fuel prices starting to climb, and a new tax bill. I'm already seeing many, many owner-operators breaking $100,000 profit for 2017. I can't imagine what 2018 is going to look like. You know, I I don't want to get too far out ahead of things and and just think that this is going to go on forever because it won't. But I'm not seeing anything right now that will slow it down. So if there is something, it's going to have to come out of the blue. 
I, I don't see anything on the radar at the moment that would slow any of this down. Doesn't mean something couldn't change tomorrow, but we have to do our planning and our strategizing based on what we see right now and what we know could happen in the near future. So I'm going to get to the calls and questions. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. Let's go to Kansas. Don, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing? Nice talking to you again. Talked to you yesterday. I'm pretty willing. So. Yeah, what can I help you with? But, um, yeah, uh, I know you don't like lease purchases, okay? I know you don't. Granted, I've done about three of them, and I failed at it, okay? My fault, my fault alone. We did have a discussion about that where I was man enough to admit, hey, I had to follow that bill, okay? Right. Well, uh, you know I switched over to a different company, right? Yeah. And you're saying, you know, keep me updated and all that. Well, I talked to the owner. I kind of think of myself, I'd be a somewhat of an idiot if I didn't do it, but um, seriously considering leasing the truck that I'm driving, uh, it's a 2016 uh, Columbia Glider. I, I'm sorry, I don't help. It has 196000 on it. I, I'm sorry, I don't help people in lease purchase. I don't help people in lease purchase plans. I just make fun of them on national radio. Yeah, I, I, I know the difference, Kevin. Okay, I do. <laughs> oh, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, well, he we, does have... we could approach this one of two ways. We could approach it by me saying, look, maybe this is the one in the hundred opportunity that actually makes sense. Because there are some. I've seen some carriers really put a lot of effort into creating a plan that there is a chance to succeed. I mean, some of them are just so bad. The odds of success are so stacked against you. That's most of them, by the way. But many of them, some of them, I won't say many, some of them, if I look at the terms of the lease, I go, look, you got a shot at this. It, there is a chance you, you could succeed. But there's a problem with that approach. Because what I still see happen is that the reason people will sign that lease purchase deal instead of going out and buying their own truck, is they haven't done the work to put themselves in the position to succeed. Because they'll, they'll sign these deals with anybody. They don't care what your credit is. They don't care what your bank account looks like, if anything. They don't care if you have any business experience. They don't care if you've done anything to prepare. They will give you that truck. Why is it that finance companies won't do that? Why doesn't Freightliner want to give you a, a, a new glider for a hundred and some thousand dollars? Why don't they do it? There's a really good reason. Uh, it's, it's probably too much of a risky investment for them. Absolutely. They, they, they would lose their ass if they did that. Because they know, you know, finance companies are like insurance companies. They work on big data. They have all the proof of who can succeed and who is more likely to fail. And the more likely you are to succeed, based on all of their decades and decades of data, the better interest rate they'll give you, the better terms they'll give you, and the, the less likely you are to succeed, the more you're going to pay for that money, 
And at some point, they're just going to say, look, this isn't even worthwhile for us to even consider letting you have this truck. And there's a good reason for that. With the carrier, though, they have no risk because they're not giving you that truck. They're not giving you any legal ownership whatsoever. They're just renting it to you. Now you take over their payments, their maintenance costs, their fuel costs. They no longer have to pay your Social Security, Medicare, and workers' comp. And when you fail, they still own the truck. So they just lease it to somebody else. And if your only option is to sign a lease purchase, the odds are you're not ready. You haven't done the work to be ready. Because if you did, you'd be able to go out and buy a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar truck on your own. That's why when, when I say yeah, well, if you're yeah, already I don't have the money for it, I so. know I know you don't have the money. That's my point. If you don't have the money, the number one reason for failure in every business, every industry, every business being undercapitalized. It's not being underexperienced. I can take people with no experience and, and have them succeed in business. But I can't take them from no money and have them succeed. And that's why the number one reason is undercapitalization. It, it tells us something, and, and I, I know this is hard to hear, and I don't say this to make people feel bad or to shame them. It's just the truth. If you have no money and no credit, that is a very, very strong indication. There are some exceptions, but not many. There are very, very strong indication that you have not managed your money well up till this point in life. And if you haven't, then the last thing you want to do is be in business because managing money is the number one skill you're going to need. So, Don, I don't... I don't want to hear the details of this program because no matter what you tell me my answer is going to be the same i will say it again if you're in a lease purchase already i'll do everything i can to help you or i'll help you get out of it one of the two if you're not in one i will do everything i can to convince you not to sign it stick around we'll be right back i'm kevin rutherford This is Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all-American comedy that you love, backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Be me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. Did I mention me? Quiet out loud. (laughs) Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise. Truck drivers, Schneider is offering more types of driving careers than ever in 2018 and will be holding hiring events nationwide in January. Meet one-on-one with a local recruiter with the potential for a same-day interview. And with orientation classes starting every week, you can start quickly with Schneider, an ELD-compliant industry leader. Find a January driver hiring event near you and learn what to expect at the event at schneiderjobs.com slash events. That's schneiderjobs.com slash events. When would you prefer to spot that burglar? While he's outside, casing your home, or after he breaks in? The best home security is the one that protects you inside and outside. That's Blink Home Security. Most home security is slow and unreliable and goes off after he breaks in. Too late. Blink is proactive home security, which is why I have Blink. It's motion activated. 
The instant Blink detects some crook snooping around my home or looking in my car for the garage remote, I get an instant alert and a video clip on my smartphone. Blink helps stop the crime before it happens. Blink cams are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on batteries you don't replace for years. And Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home anywhere from your smartphone. Blink is offering an amazing deal. Get three Blink cams for what the other guys typically charge for one, plus 10% off. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrine, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Watch out for some snowy, windy travel anywhere from the Great Lakes all the way through the plains. Take a look at the east-west interstate starting north, I-94, 996, gusty winds and periods of snow showers in Michigan. Also along I-94, it does track your way to the snow anywhere from Indiana into Illinois, parts of Wisconsin, and then more gusty conditions. There's some snow out there in Minnesota, plain old gusts out there in parts of North Dakota, and then also some gusts and some snow in Montana. I-90, same type of thing, anywhere from Pennsylvania with the snow and gusts all the way through parts of Minnesota. Then there's plain gusty winds out there through South Dakota. Then back to snow and gusts in parts of Wyoming and Montana. I-80, same type of thing, the snow and gusts from Pennsylvania all the way through Wyoming. I-70, snow and gusts anywhere from Pennsylvania all the way into Colorado. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice Now on Road Dog, Sirius M 146. Now the Sirius map. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The website is letstruck.com. We're, uh, we're going to get right back to the phone calls. We are off to uh, South Dakota. Steve, welcome to the program. Uh, good afternoon, Kevin. Hey, I've, I've never stopped thinking about fuel economy. What's the matter with you? I, I, I uh, well, no. Let me clarify. I always, I always let, talk about. Okay, let me clarify. I don't stop thinking about it. I just stop talking about it on the air sometimes because oh, other, okay. other things okay. are more important. I, I'm like you. Sometimes I dream about fuel economy. Oh yeah, it, it, people around me get bored, you know, because that's all I ever talk about. But I, I, I could talk about something different now. I could tell you about my uh, my brand new two thousand or two million mile truck. I uh, I repowered it and uh, took it to uh, Pittsburgh Power and my block. They sent out and um, there was a, a liner protrusion problem and the, the in 
frame. There was already a salvage sleeve, and it was going to be like $5,000 worth of work to be done on the block. So we decided to go with a three-quarter uh, uh, crate motor. And uh, and then we decided, well, since the uh, transmission's out to... Uh, you know, that should really be, uh, you know, at least a bearing kit in it. And then talking about it, we decide to send the parts out to California to get micropene, a WPC uh, treatment on it. And uh, added some time to the project because uh, freight that time of year going out to California and back takes a while. But uh, we're back on the road now. I'm under my second load. And... Uh, yeah, I really like it. I think it's the first time I've ever driven this truck where uh, there wasn't enough uh, vapor coming out of the uh, uh, breather that when you stop it in the wintertime, <laughs> it's like you get an exhaust leak coming out That's, from underneath the hood. So, yeah, that Detroit, I think it's a good motor. Detroit's are known for that, but uh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Two million miles on the truck, and you've got this uh, amazing fresh motor. I love that. It's like a sleeper. Like we, you know, we used to call cars sleepers. Yeah. I don't mean a sleeper sleeper like you go lay down in. We used to call cars that uh, looked a little rough on the outside but had an amazing engine under the hood, a sleeper. Yeah, well, it, it looks better. The engine looks better than when I bought the truck, that's for sure. It's uh, <laughs> be nice, huh? Well, that's exciting. Unfortunately, I the rest of it's going to have to wait a little bit, uh, you know, the... It was it was a hit on the finances, you know. But oh yeah, it is. It was me and my bank, me and my banker saw the wisdom in this. A lot of other people think I'm crazy, but I paid I paid as much for the truck uh, the second time around. <laughs> I guess I did when I uh, first bought it. But but then again, if you add those two together and what I paid for the first in frame, I, it was probably what the original owner paid for it to begin with and he only owned it for 400,000 miles and I still own it so you know after after one point six million miles that you've owned it and that's uh, a lot of revenue and a lot of net revenue because you know people may not know this if they're listening right now uh, but you have had extended stretches of time where you've averaged over 10 miles to the gallon on that truck yeah, nine, nine months last summer, which was a record. Nine um, months of over looking, 10 miles to the gallon. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I think it's going to be a good summer. Uh, a little too early to tell. I, I haven't had my first actual fill-up, but uh, the kind of weather I've been driving in and uh, what it's been showing on the scan gauge is... Uh, been pretty good i don't want to make any wild uh, claims on the radio that i can't back up so but right, it, uh, i right. think it's i think it's going to be good so so, so people uh, can know they they can look at um your history in fuel gauges and i'll tell people how to get there in a minute how much history do you have on this truck in fuel gauges oh i don't know it's uh, i'm a little bit behind uh, putting stuff in there i i was just kind of worried about getting getting to Pennsylvania without having to be told. So uh, <laughs> I wasn't worried about fuel economy in a way. But I got I don't know, it's like nine hundred and sixty thousand miles, something like that. It's just under a million miles of fuel gauges. So Yeah, so for um, the people listening, if you want to go track an amazing truck and see what Steve's been doing and, and what has happened over the years on his fuel economy, 
He's got almost a million miles tracked in our app online at Fuel Gauges. Go to Let'sTruck.com. It's free to sign up, and you'll be able to see Steve's truck. What's, what's the name of it in there, Steve? Backdraft Binder. Backdraft Binder. So once you sign up for Fuel Gauges or if you already have an account, search for that truck. You can even follow Steve. So you click on the follow button. That way you'll get updates when he fuels. So I, I'm looking forward to when you get through, you know, the break-in, the bad weather, all that kind of stuff, when we start to see some numbers even out over time. Yeah. I, I promise I'll get caught up in fuel gauges. Like I said, Good. I was, Good. That my mind wasn't in it on the, the last uh, bit there. To, That's right. last load I delivered was a load of Christmas trees in Colorado, and then I bounced home and couldn't find anything going to pennsylvania and i had an appointment there so um anyways yeah yeah, and all the money's starting to flow the other direction i'm excited so good good that's out uh that's that's out so next next the axles yeah so other than the uh the treatment on the gears the transmission which i'm excited to see how that goes Anything other, uh, any other, like, really interesting little treatment or experiment on the engine? Uh, no, because, you know, it was a crate motor. Right, but, right. Uh, it, was, it was just, you know, now, it just made the most economic sense to, to now, uh, go that direction. And it appears I, I, I haven't used a quart of oil yet, so... Um, well, that's good. You, um, I, I yeah, can't uh, remember... I know we've talked about this on a couple trucks. Do you have the the programming for the turbo on yours? Oh yeah, yeah. I get the VG turbo. Yeah. Okay. Programming. I did that last that's, year, so that that's nothing new. But no, um, but that's pretty exotic. I mean, you know, there aren't many trucks running oh, around yeah, with that. Yeah. So that's uh, that's an interesting treatment as well. In a, in a three position, I get three different torque settings. You know, or horsepower settings. So. Yeah. That's kind of uh, unique as well. So. And I keep learning how to use that better. So, Right. Uh, what, right. One thing i got to ask uh, some advice on is how do I get uh, the oil temperature gauge up on uh, uh, scan gauge? Because uh, the wiring harness was different, and International had a different wiring harness than uh, Detroit, and, and we couldn't. Uh, you know, it's getting to the end, and I, so I got to go. <laughs> so we weren't that worried about the oil temperature gauge, but I want to—I I do follow it, um, and I, I can't get it. I put an extra scan gauge in, and uh, I have, know there's a way of getting extra gauges have, in there, but I haven't figured it out yet. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. If you've ever been through that procedure, so in the book, in the manual, if you still have it, if not, I think you can go online and download it. <laughs> they, okay, yeah, they Good. have. They have a feature called Xcode, or you can even call them, call Linear Logic directly. They have a feature called Xcode. Okay. And what they do is the, the instructions walk you through the procedure to create the Xcode. And what it's doing is the device is reading the information that's available in the ECM, and then it tells Linear Logic what is in there, what's available, because every ECM can be different in every truck configuration. Once they see that file that it creates, then they send back the instructions to you on how you create those new gauges that are available. So that's the process. You, 
You go through a process, you send them a file, they take the file, create the instructions for you to program the new gauges and send it back to you. It looks really confusing and complicated at first, but once you go through it, it's pretty straightforward. Sounds like something I'll get a headache. Probably, yeah, probably. But yeah, the ECM is getting uh, the oil temperature from a different uh, different location. Yeah, that that's that. It, it, there, there's a standard set of of gauges that the um, the scan gauge looks for and kind of programs on its own. Then they use that X code feature to find out what else is in there, and then you can add the ones you're interested in. Well, I'll have to look that up. Thank you. You're welcome. Stay in touch. I can't wait to see the results. Will do. All right. Talk to you later. Good stuff. There's the music. That means I've got to get to a break. Lots of time left today. If you want to get through and join us, and you do, pick up the phone and give me a call. Anything goes today. I took a break from research this morning. My brain is a little tired from all this tax work. And we're not even started on tax season yet. That's all right. It's exciting. If you need any help with your taxes, by all means, give us a call, and I would call early. 855, I mean early in the season, like now, this week. 855-800-3835. We can help with your accounting, last year's tax return, and get you set up for this year. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The killers tore the roof off a Brooklyn club, while nothing more stripped it down in the studio. Relive the moments that rocked 2017 with encores of exclusive SiriusXM performances, plus the year's biggest songs with countdowns from Alt Nation, Octane, and more. SiriusXM's Best of Rock 2017, all this week on Spotlight Channel 4, or listen anytime using the SiriusXM app. Back in 1937, the great salesman Elmer Wheeler coined the phrase, sell the sizzle, not the steak. But today, if you look at your sales team and all you see are steak sellers, it's time for a different approach. Introducing unscriptedresults.com, a smarter approach to business development. Unscripted Results provides exciting, original, and customized approaches to lead gen and revenue growth. We cut through creatively and strategically in a way that reaches the most open-minded, receptive, and influential contacts with personalized email marketing, unscripted telemarketing strategies, even direct mail that pops. That's probably why our management team was just named America's Best in Biz Award winners for business development. Listen, if you're looking for growth drivers to increase recurring revenues, make this your next move, your best move. Visit unscriptedresults.com and let's find your sizzle. That's unscriptedresults.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, 
Do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Imagine a financial advisor who's a true partner in your success. I'm Mike Schrader, president of Baird Private Wealth Management. Trust is everything, and we strive to earn it every day. We listen to what you want to accomplish and help you make smart financial decisions in all areas of your life. And because Baird is employee-owned, you can trust that we're a financial partner with a long-term interest in what's best for you. Imagine the power of you and Baird. Visit BairdWealth.com. Freewheeling with Meredith Oaks and Chris G. We do good work here most days. Everything in moderation. What a concept. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East on Road Dog. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're off to the phones. We're going to head off to North Carolina. Charlie, welcome to the program. Well, how are you doing today, Kevin? And thank you for doing the hard work for us. You yeah. make it easy for us. You're welcome. What can I help you with? Hey, let me clarify one thing. I okay. try. I try to make it simple for you. I don't think any of this stuff is easy. That my part, you know, is kind of easy. I just do some research, develop some strategies, share them with you. You have to go do the hard work. I don't ever think what you guys do is easy. I just try to make it simple. Well, you do. You do the hard work because you do all the research for us. Well, I love doing it. That's so the hard work. We'll keep it up. Ah, uh, okay. That's good. My question, my concern today is, I've got an 07 Freightliner Columbia. Okay, the motor's just been reworked. It's got a reman train in it. Would I be better off to keep putting money in this truck or take this motor transmission and put it in a glider kit? Um, you know, that, that's always a tough call. We can break it down to math, but we have to make some predictions you know, will this keep breaking down? What is our cost per mile going to be on maintenance? If we take it out, you know, build a glider, now we have to calculate the cost of the glider, the increased insurance. We have to predict what the maintenance and fuel economy will be. It, it, it's a difficult... It, the math is fairly simple. I mean, I can do the math, but it, there's a lot of unknowns. We don't know what the maintenance cost on the new truck's going to be. We don't know what the maintenance cost on this truck will be going forward. We know what the fuel economy is on this one. We can't guarantee the fuel economy if we go build a glider. We can, you know, make some pretty good predictions. So, you know, just in general, I, I have found that keeping old equipment for a very, very, even sometimes very long time, like Steve called earlier, two million miles, 
that almost always makes yeah, the... Yeah, he got me by about 800000 Yeah, that's a long time to keep uh, a truck. But I've done the math. It actually makes sense. The math works out almost the, every time better to keep an old truck and keep putting money in it. But money isn't always the only consideration. Some people just want a newer truck. I get that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I, I can tell you without well, without like going through. Truck. Yeah. Well, then I can almost tell you you will. Your odds are better of keeping more money in your pocket by putting money into that rather than building or buying something new. If it's just a math problem, okay, you'll almost always be better off. Usually, usually about every two two and a half years. She'll hit me for about twenty, thirty thousand dollars at one time, and then it, she'll be she'll behave herself for about two and a half years, and then she throws a contrary fit again, and she decides she wants a little extra money. Yeah, and and that happens, and and you know, look, I've had trucks that I have had to get rid of because I can't ever seem to get the maintenance cost under control. Every now and then, you just run across one of those trucks, but they tend to have a long history of that. You know, and and they happened earlier in my career when I wasn't as good at inspecting and buying used trucks, and I made some mistakes, you know, with my own strategies, didn't do the right inspections. And I I watched my numbers closely, and once I identified a problem truck, I just got rid of it. But a problem truck is one that just consistently keeps doing that to you year after year. All trucks are going to cost us some money. But in today's world, if you, yeah. can, if you can run an older truck at an average maintenance cost of 10 to 15 cents a mile, that's what a brand new truck is going to cost you to operate. So if that's where you are on an old truck and you have no payment and you're insurance cost is much lower and you're getting good fuel economy, then there's no way you're ever going to make up the cost of a new truck with payments, higher insurance. There's no way you're ever going to make it up in maintenance. So unless we can move from an old truck that, say, maybe it gets seven miles to the gallon and we could build a new truck that we were sure was going to get nine, then we could make up that additional cost in fuel possibly. But maintenance, you know, it, it, it's not like the old days when your truck at a million miles was starting to cost you 12 cents in maintenance and we could go buy a new truck and drop it all the way down to six. That used to be common. Now we go buy yeah. a new truck and sometimes our maintenance cost goes up. There's just more things that need to get fixed on these new trucks. They're complicated. Generally, I'm between three and five cents a mile on maintenance. Then I would this not year get... was possibly a little higher, but I, like say, I had $13,000 done to the engine. By the time it was said and done, $7,000, and that was all within the last three months of the year. Yeah, it, it, and what's the, what's the average fuel economy? Uh, I was up around 6.3, but I don't have side skirts, and... I've got two recap tires on the truck, and the trailers has usually got recap tires. So I'm down around five, five and a half. Now, see, there's... But it's there, still not bad. Well, I'm no, pulling, that... 
Yeah, but I'm pulling about forty to forty-four thousand every day. Yeah, but that's on nothing. The East Coast, that, mostly uh, the Northeast. But that's nothing. Seriously, I, I I can take a truck in that operation pulling forty five thousand pounds up and down the East Coast, and I could build a glider right now that would get eight miles to the gallon. No no doubt in my mind, it wouldn't even be that hard. And that's where you you're yeah. going to have to look hard, because even if we drop that down to seven and a half, just to be, you know, I, I don't I I don't think eight is unreasonable, but let's drop it to seven and a half, and let's say you're getting five and a half. There's twelve to fifteen thousand dollars in additional cost right there, or additional savings. That starts to make building the glider look a lot more attractive i mean that now we can start to make the numbers make sense if you were would have told me i'm already getting seven and a half well yeah there's not enough room there to 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 make up that difference but if you're down in the fives yeah yeah we'd have to look a little harder at that you could probably go either way at that point we could take your truck and start investing money in it to get its fuel economy up to seven and a half because that's possible too or you could go by the glider. Yeah, I know it is because I used to. I used to do six eight uh, seven three. Yeah, so we could get uh, seven and a half. They pulled the motor apart the last time. Yeah, we we could do it. We could get it up to seven and a half, possibly eight. So now it becomes which one would you rather do? Because I could I could make an argument on the numbers either way. I'd rather put the money in this truck, but what happens if EPA says, well, a 13-year-old truck's going to have to come off the road? They will never do that, ever. And I, I don't make strong statements. They will never do that? I, I, I very, very seldom use words like never, always, because those statements will come back to bite you. But I'm pretty confident making that statement. Here's why. There are a lot of old trucks on the road in the United States today. If the EPA forces them off the road the way California did, it would devastate the industry. And I think they're smart enough to know that. That's why the EPA has never talked about that. They've never proposed that. They have never looked backwards and said, we're going to outlaw these kind of trucks. They've always looked forward and said... We will continue to put tougher and tougher standards on new trucks being built, and eventually the old trucks will just go away anyway. So I would never worry about... If I wanted to build a 1959 Brockway, I would just go do it. Because I would never... That truck's still legal. I mean, there, there are no trucks on the road today that are illegal because of emissions in the United States. And there's never been talk of that. California is the only state to do it. Okay. Okay, because, I mean, for about 15, 20 grand, and that includes going to see Pittsburgh Power, I could put this truck the way I want it, and now I could bring the mileage up. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it, so it's, got, almost, get, it's almost impossible to go wrong with that. One year of a glider, and, and you've spent more than that in payments. Yeah, because, I mean, the biggest thing that's got my fuel economy down is my fans running most all the time. Oh, that's so big. I know I'm going to have about yeah. five grand getting the whole truck 
I'm going to get the whole truck rewired inside out, fuse fatal, the whole nine yards. That was my reason for getting a glider was for the new wiring harness. Yeah. No, I, but it's I, cheaper I, to put the new wiring harness in this. Exactly. I, I think that, you know, there's very, very little risk in putting money into the truck you already own. And I would make sure while I was putting the money in, I was really focused on improving fuel economy and lowering maintenance cost. So things that'll lower maintenance cost, making sure we've got the OPS, maybe a tire inflation system or a tire pressure monitoring system. Um, there's lots of things we could do to, to lower maintenance cost overall. We're, uh, we're going to get to a break. We'll be right back with more stuff right after this. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. And now for a Road Dog Radio Check. Hey, it's Meredith Oaks. Hi, I'm Chris T. And we're right here in New York City. Now, here in Rockefeller Center. I'm Mark Reddick, the host of Landline Now, and we're coming to you from the hometown of President Harry S. Truman, Kansas City, Missouri. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Truck drivers, Schneider is offering more types of driving careers than ever in 2018 and will be holding hiring events nationwide in January. Meet one-on-one with a local recruiter with the potential for a same-day interview. And with orientation classes starting every week, you can start quickly with Schneider, an ELD-compliant industry leader. Find a January driver hiring event near you and learn what to expect at the event at schneiderjobs.com slash events. That's schneiderjobs.com slash events. 2018 is not just a new year. It's also an opportunity to grow your business with top talent. But how do you find it? ZipRecruiter. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. Extended by popular demand, the Eagles Channel Hotel California. I've always loved radio, and it's really a privilege to be able to do it. Hear more hits, rarities, influences, guest DJs, and insight from Don Henley and Joe Walsh. Plus, see the Eagles perform at Nashville's Story Grand Ole Opry House for the first time ever. The Eagles Channel Hotel California. Extended through January. Sirius XM 30. Or listen when you get out of the car with the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates dealing with snow and gusts anywhere from Minnesota. Now will extend all the way down through parts of Missouri. There's plain old gusts out there, parts of Kansas and Oklahoma. Be careful along that ride. Same type of thing along I-39, I-55, and I-57. 
Uh, basically in around the Great Lakes, so I-39 into Wisconsin and Illinois, I-55 and I-57 from Illinois down into parts of Missouri. In fact, you can see some rain farther down I-55 into parts of Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi. I-69 in Michigan down into Indiana could see gusty winds and periods of snow. Same type of thing for I-65 from Indiana down into parts of Kentucky, trying to push into Tennessee as well. Be careful on I-25, some gusts and periods of snow be around from Wyoming, and even some gusts and some light rain along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Now on the Road Dog, Series 7146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the calls. Lots of time to get through. Keep dialing. We're going to head off to Minnesota. John, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. I just need some accounting clarification. Okay. Uh, Using your profit gauges, the uh, last week of the year, my friend doesn't receive the uh, payment for the loads he hauled until next year. Do those get put onto this year of profit gauges or next year? You know, this is a really common. No, this is a really common question. And if we go by the accounting rules, you actually have some flexibility in this. The IRS would never argue if you reported it in this year. And there's actually some advantage this time. Normally, I tell people, no, we always want to put income off until next year if we can. And I'll explain how the rule works in a second. But this is one of those years I'm telling people you might want to consider pushing the income to this year. Because next year, all of our taxes go down. So, you know, you get a, you get a oh, no, wait a minute. That would be expenses. Income we want to push to next year. I'm sorry was totally uh, thinking backwards there. And here's why he can push it to next year. The rules, we are all, when I say we, small businesses, owner-operators, almost always we operate as what's called a cash basis taxpayer. The other basis is what's called accrual. And I'm not going to explain the rules about accrual because very few small businesses use it. The, the rules for a cash basis taxpayer... It doesn't matter when you earned the money. It doesn't matter when you invoiced for the money. What matters is when was the money physically available for you to spend. So if, if even, okay. even if you received a check, it, you could decide to deposit it in the next calendar year. The IRS might argue that a little bit, saying it was available to you, but we kind of say it's available when it's in our account. But if if you absolutely didn't have access to that money till the following year, even though you earned it in 2017, then we can show it as 2018 revenue. And this year, we definitely want to do that because the tax rate is lower in 2018. Okay, that answers my question. I was just wanted some clarification on that because 
you'd think some people think that, you know, it's supposed to go on 2017 because that's when you ran the load, but that answers the question. Thank you very much, Kevin. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Yeah, that is a, you know, that's a question we get often, and it only matters at the end of the year. It doesn't really matter during the year. Some people will say, well, I did the work in July, but I didn't get paid till August. Well, put it wherever you want, um, but be consistent. We tell people throughout the year, just use the date on the document. So if it's a receipt, just use the date on the receipt. If it's a settlement, settlements have dates, multiple dates sometimes. Pick a settlement date, be consistent, and just use that date. Don't worry about this month, next month. But at the end of the year, you can make some decisions. And again, the rule is it's when you receive the money, not when you earned it. You have to show it as income when you receive it and it's physically available to you as money. Let's, uh, let's go to Texas. Bud, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. Uh, I was listening to you talk about all those Facebook posts at the beginning of your show. Yeah. And I'm not one to post on Facebook, but I did hear a couple of disturbing things about you that I thought I'd just bring up on the air. Okay. What are they? Uh, the first is that that during <laughs> that during the 2016 presidential campaign, that Trump had sent you to Russia to collude with them, and while you were there, you tried to convince Vladimir Putin to buy boatloads of Max Force engines from you, telling him that they were the best big truck engines that America has ever produced. Is any of that true? It is true. I was trying to bring down the Russian Empire by fooling them to buy Max Force engines. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? When you were telling those stories, I just... Apparently, you know, I'll tell you what I think it is. Is is they don't believe what they're saying. They're they're just trying to troll you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and like I say, I, I every time I look at one of those, I sit there and I say, should I respond? Should I engage? Um, and it's always a different call. It, it, you know, like I said, if people want to question my opinion, I love debating that kind of stuff. And I mean friendly debate. I don't call people names. I don't demean them. I, I just tend to ask questions. If you don't think my strategy works or is correct, well, then, you know, explain to me why or tell me what you think is better. And, you know, many times I, I have gotten people that started off nasty. I have gotten them to actually engage in a conversation, and we both learn something. So I, I love that kind of stuff. If it's fact and you want to debate me on fact, I hope you come prepared. Because I do. I, I love doing research. It's what I do. I usually have my facts in order before I make, you know, statements of fact. Um, opinion, that's, they're just that. They're opinions. Everybody gets their own. Um, but when you just make outright lies, I mean, clearly the kind of statements I was talking about this morning, those are just outright lies. Those are the ones that, you know, a, lot, know. Of, a lot of times if somebody wants to you know, say that I'm wrong for whatever reason. I, I'll just ignore that because I can't engage with everybody. 
Um, and if you want to tell me I'm wrong, I don't have to engage with you. That's fine. But when you make statements about me that are just outright lies, then I feel like I do have to engage to at least dispute it and, and you know, make them prove it or disprove it. And, you know, one of two things usually happens. They either end up looking like an idiot or they delete it. And either one of them works for me. <laughs> I, you know what? I've been listening to you for seven years, and it's, it's never been anything but crystal clear where you're coming from. So you're just getting trolled. Yeah. Um, I'll let you get back to a serious caller. I, ju- I couldn't resist that, Joe. I just I couldn't help myself. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I like that. Well, I'll let you go. All right. I'll, I can always count on something good from Bud. Let's go to California. Cody, welcome to the program. Thank you, sir. I have a question regarding my wife, who travels full-time with me. She's not a CDO holder. Does per diem qualify for me and her both at the $63 rate, or would it be double that? Are you an owner-operator or company driver? Owner-operator. Okay, because this would be a totally different answer for a company driver. My answer would be easy. It would just be no. As a company driver and you have a spouse riding (laughs) along, no per diem for the spouse whatsoever. Now, the owner-operator is interesting. Um, the, the, what per diem is, is per diem is an allowance that we're allowed to use for meals when we travel away from home on business. That, that's what it is. And it helps to understand what it is when we're talking about it, trying to understand it. Now, there are two different sets of per diem rules. One for most people that travel on business and a whole different set of rules for people who are subject to hours of service. This is where it gets a little interesting. You clearly get to use the rules for per diem based on hours of service. Your wife, because you two own this business together, even if you haven't formally filed it that way, I mean, we can clearly show, you know, businesses are joint property, so they're, they're... there's no argument against that. You two own this business together, whether you filed it that way or not. So when she's in the truck, she is still traveling away from home, and there's a business reason for it. So she clearly gets a, a per diem deduction. The next argument comes, does she get the regular per diem deduction, which isn't as good, or does she get the hours of service per diem deduction? And even though she herself is not subject to hours of service. So when I researched this heavily, I made the argument that this is the argument I made. The reason they gave us the, these rules for hours of service is because of the way you travel. The other rules are too burdensome for somebody who is literally moving nonstop all the time. So under the other rules, you have to know what city you were in that night or that day, and you have to go look up that rate. And then the next day, if you were in another city, you have to go look up that rate. Well, they said, truck drivers, that's stupid. You can't do that. So we'll give you this one rate that works all the way across the country. So when I come back, I'll tell you why 
we think we can defend the argument that not only does your spouse get the per diem, they get the hours of service per diem. I'll tell you why right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. They're signaling now. We're not the Beatles anymore. We're something else entirely. Rock legend Billy Joel returns to the Beatles channel. I'm going to go through their albums and talk about some of the songs that stayed with me the rest of my life. On a one-of-a-kind guided tour through the band's first five years of recordings. Billy Joel takes control of the Beatles channel with replays throughout the weekend on Sirius XM Channel 18 and streaming on the Sirius XM app. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for imprint the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. On the road, safety's everything. That's why Help Inc., provider of PrePass, has invested $700 million into making our roads safer. With PrePass way stations, bypass, and e-tolling, you avoid congestion around way stations and reduce the need to merge in and out of traffic. And transponders are hands-free to help you stay focused. We offer one month of free service to try before you buy. 888-559-PASS. And use the promo code ROADDOG. Or visit prepass.com slash roaddog. 888-559-7277. Or prepass.com slash roaddog. For all things trucking, it's Road Dog Live with Casey Phillips. Because most of you are probably out running down the highway keeping America rolling. Weekdays from 4 to 7 p.m.
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. You know, it, it, uh, looking at the tax code and, and those kinds of strategies, getting the per diem for a spouse, getting, you know, a tax deduction for full medical insurance and full medical expenses when you have a spouse, using the S-Corp rules to drastically reduce self-employment tax, using S-Corp rules to do a lease back if you own a shop or something along those lines. There are lots of ways to really reduce the tax liability for an owner-operator way above and beyond just filling out the form correctly. I I know a lot of tax preparers who do owner-operators, and they fill out the form correctly. There's no mistakes. They understand the rules, and they do it right, but our tax code is complicated, which opens up what a lot of people refer to as loopholes. I, I don't really like that. I, I just It's just a strategy. If you read the tax code and you apply some logic to it, you can create scenarios using the rules. There's no cheating. There's no you know, trying to fudge a little. I'm talking about using really clear rules. But if you focus on them and you maximize them, that's very different than just filling out the form correctly. A couple other examples. We, we clearly deduct vacation travel for owner-operators. So that can be a pretty sizable deduction. We can help you pay your children to work in your business. That can create a, a sizable deduction. Getting a big deduction for all the miles you put on your personal vehicle. All of those strategies, if you apply them all to your tax return, we can lower an owner-operator's tax bill by several thousands of dollars. And, and you, we could compare it to somebody else who I could say, well, they did it correctly. They didn't make any mistakes. They just didn't go to the next level of tax strategy. And that's what we really focus on here. I mean, obviously, we're going to do your tax return correctly. That's, that's a given. But we're also going to dig deeper and find those strategies that fit your situation. Because maybe you're not married. Maybe you don't have a, uh, a building. Maybe you didn't take a vacation. But maybe there are some other things in your situation where we could create these kind of tax strategies and savings. That's what we do here. I, I've been doing owner-operator tax returns since 1990. You know, I do company drivers too, but 2017 is about the last year you're going to need us to do a company driver return. Although, I have some strategies that I'm working on for company drivers that if you don't get reimbursed per diem, you're going to lose out under this new tax plan. But I have some ways where we could make that up. I'm not done with these strategies yet, but I'm getting closer all the time. So I'll keep you updated on that. Um, So you don't have to switch carriers just to get reimbursed your per diem. I have some other ideas where we could get your per diem deduction back with a couple of strategies that I'm about 95% sure are going to work right now. I have to do a little more research. But getting back to the owner-operators, that's what we do. We've been doing it a very, very long time. I spend a lot of time coming up with these kinds of strategies, 
making sure they are legitimate deductions, and we've proven over the years that these work really well. So if you'd like to work with us on taxes, we are taking new clients right now. That may stop soon because it is turning out to be a really, really busy tax season already. I've never seen anything like this. We had a, uh, a meeting with our tax team um, Friday, and I was blown away by our numbers already. It's really unusual to get this many new clients this early in the year. So we're, we're keeping an eye on that. We may have to stop taking new clients at some point, but right now, we are accepting new tax and accounting clients. So go to the website, letstruck.com, or you can give us a call. Call our, our Tribe Care team at 855-800-3835. And if you're still grabbing something to write with, that's 855-800-FUEL. So give us a call, but if you uh, are interested, I would do that. Oh, And I just got a uh, message from Lisa. Because it is tax time, we're trying to make sure that we're as available for you as we can possibly be. So we do have somebody on the phones today that could answer your questions and help you out. Um, If you do decide to call, say hello to Angie. She's giving up her Sunday uh, to help you out with taxes because we know it's going to be a big, big tax season. So even if you call today... We should be able to, oh, by the way, if you do call and you happen to get voicemail, sometimes that happens, leave a message. We always call back. 855-800-3835. Here we go. Right back to the phone calls. Uh, We are off to Wisconsin. Mike, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing today? Doing great. What's on your mind? Well, uh, scary part in my life, I bought a truck, and I'm going to start doing the owner-operator thing. I'm going to sign on with a buddy of mine and uh, get 80%. And uh, I sent you an email with uh, truck specs that I got from the dealership, and I was wondering what you thought uh, might be some good points about the truck I purchased and maybe some concerns I might I, I should look at. Okay, so I've looked at the specs. The only thing I couldn't tell on there for sure, so I just want to ask this question without assuming it, um, is this a 6x2 or a 6x4? It, it's a 6x4. Okay. I think, wait, it's got, it's got two drive axles. So that makes it a 6x4. Yeah, I know that confuses a lot of people, but yeah, that's okay. a 6x4. The reason I ask is a lot of the... Um, the uh, Cascadia's with that 247 gear ratio, which I love. They're also a lot of those have been oh, built. Oh, as... does it have two pumpkins? I don't know. Oh, I the... don't know if it has two pumpkins or not. Actually, I, I, ha- I haven't actually seen it in person yet. Okay, I couldn't. I looked through the document you sent me, and it wasn't clear which way it was. Either way, it's right. okay. That wouldn't be a deciding factor. It would be a nice bonus if it's a 6x2. But if it's a 6x4, that's okay. I wouldn't eliminate With only one pumpkin, you mean? With just one pumpkin. And and typically, from the factory, it's going to be the forward axle, that is the drive axle. There'll be no power divider, and the rear axle will basically be a trailer axle. That's the most common setup. 
And okay. if, if that's the case, that's just a bonus because that's even more fuel efficient. But if it's not, that's okay too. Uh, I love the specs on this truck. This is exactly okay. the way you know we talk about specking uh, the Cascadias is with that 247 gear ratio. Um, so I, I love the specs. I think the price was fair. Of course, it's only a 10-speed, but you, know, you can't have everything you want with the first truck, right? Exactly. <laughs> and here's the thing. The difference in fuel economy between a 10-speed and a 13 is so minor we can't measure it. I, I can't accurately measure the difference. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a big deal. We like a 13-speed because it gives us a couple more options, and it's a little more drivable. But, you know, the, the biggest reason 13-speed transmissions were ever developed was because we had such low-powered engines. You know, they, they were developed back when we still had engines on the road that were 190 horsepower. You know, two two thirty. Oh, and this one's a five hundred five, so I yeah. shouldn't really have much issue then, huh? Yeah, you know, two thirties were were big. Then we got you know the two ninety twos. Then we got you know the big cam three fifties and the cats. And you know, we thought we were in heaven with three hundred and fifty horsepower. Now we can take your five hundred, and with nothing but a tune, we could turn it up to seven. So. You know, the more horsepower you have, the less important the 13-speed becomes because you've got enough horsepower and torque to make those bigger jumps and gears in the top end. So I think these are, these are great specs. Okay. Now, with the mileage, though, do you, do you think I need to worry about the DPF? Or, oh, know, I, I would. I about would. About every quarter million miles, a DPF might need a cleaning or something. Well, not so much the DPF. Um, what I would look at is doing the full emission service at Pittsburgh Power. They're the only ones I know that do it. They developed it, so they have a whole procedure okay. that they go through. That's what we recommend doing every quarter of a million. So yours is probably too overdue for that, and. Um, at 500000 you should be doing the second one now. And I, I guarantee you the first one wasn't done because, like I said, nobody else does it. But it makes a huge difference. All right. So what I should do is after a, after a couple of months, get some uh, money built up and get to Pittsburgh. Yep, absolutely. But I think you made a great choice in the truck. I like the price, like the specs. You know, this could easily be a nine-mile-per-gallon truck. Probably not right off the bat, but with the tune, with that emission cleanup, with a couple modifications, this could easily be an eight and a half, nine mile per gallon truck. Stick around. We're halfway through the program today. We'll be right back with more stuff. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Dave Nemo Show. It's not just about trucking. It's philosophy. You say that you would like to go back and do it all over again and do it differently, but then you might not be who you are, so therefore it's impossible to do it differently because if you did it differently, you wouldn't be you and you wouldn't be able to say, I'd like to go back and do it again because you wouldn't have done it in the first place. 
Bright. The Dave Nemo Show. Traffic and weather updates every hour and news on all things trucking. Weekdays, 7 a.m. East. Road Dog Trucking Radio. That's the power of subliminal messaging. Professional truck drivers, you can't afford to be left behind. A new era of trucking is starting. Electronic logs, automated transmissions, mobile apps, times have changed. Isn't it time for you to make a change, too? Schneider has been an innovative industry leader since 1935. Experience it yourself in 2018. A new era of trucking. A new year of opportunity. A new career for you. Search all driving jobs and limited time sign-on bonuses at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. When would you prefer to spot that burglar? While he's outside, casing your home, or after he breaks in? The best home security is the one that protects you inside and outside. That's Blink Home Security. Most home security is slow and unreliable and goes off after he breaks in. Too late. Blink is proactive home security, which is why I have Blink. It's motion activated. The instant Blink detects some crook snooping around my home or looking in my car for the garage remote, I get an instant alert and a video clip on my smartphone. Blink helps stop the crime before it happens. Blink cams are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on batteries you don't replace for years. And Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home anywhere from your smartphone. Blink is offering an amazing deal. Get three Blink cams for what the other guys typically charge for one, plus 10% off. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrin, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Watch out for some snowy, windy travel anywhere from the Great Lakes all the way through the plains. Take a look at the east-west interstate starting north, I-94, 996, gusty winds and periods of snow showers in Michigan, also along I-94. It does track your way to the snow anywhere from Indiana into Illinois, parts of Wisconsin, and then more gusty conditions. There's some snow out there in Minnesota, plain old gusts out there in parts of North Dakota, and then also some gusts and some snow in Montana. I-90, same type of thing anywhere from Pennsylvania with the snow and gusts all the way through parts of Minnesota. Then there's plain gusty winds out there through South Dakota. Then back to snow and gusts in parts of Wyoming and Montana. I-80, same type of thing, the snow and gusts from Pennsylvania all the way through Wyoming, I-70, snow and gusts anywhere from Pennsylvania all the way into Colorado. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice now on Road Dog, Sirius M146, now on the Sirius map. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Boy, 2018 is just looking exciting. I hate to get over-exuberant. Well, no, I don't. I get over-exuberant all the time. Um, You just got to temper it with a little bit of planning. I won't even say caution. Just a little bit of planning. But also, 
You know, you make hay when the sun shines, and the sun is shining on the trucking industry right now. Great rates, lots of demand, higher fuel prices, which I actually prefer, and a great new tax plan that should be good for everybody in trucking. There are a couple exceptions. Um, Single company drivers probably fared the worst under the new tax plan. Married company drivers, even if they lose their per diem, did not come out bad at all. I've run a ton of calculations on this. If you're married with a couple of kids, even though you lost your new your per diem completely, you still actually make out better. Single company drivers, if their company won't reimburse their per diem this year, did about the worst. They actually lost some money under this new tax plan. Not a ton, but a little. And, and there's a lot of different factors. Um, so a couple things I can help you with on this. I've, I've really worked hard to create a couple calculators because we don't have the tax forms yet. So without the tax forms, the software companies can't go in and up. The tax software companies can't go in and update like TurboTax and those kind of companies. So I, I didn't want to wait for that. That's going to be a while. And, and we need to be doing tax planning for 2018 right now. So I went through the 500 pages of tax code. I talked to some other um, accountants and, and tax preparers. Oh, and I want to give a shout out to Mark Sullivan. I probably not listening today. Um, Mark is a guy I, I recently met because he asked to join my tax group. I'm going to tell you about the tax group in a second. And Mark has got a great background. He started at the IRS. So he's got that kind of insider knowledge of, of things that go on in the IRS. That's always a good background. And he works as a tax consultant at mostly at the fleet level in trucking. And he actually consults a lot on per diem. It's kind of one of his specialties with fleets, helping them set up good per diem programs. And Mark asked to join the group. And he has just been amazing in there for me because I said I try to stay up on top of all the answers and the questions in there. I try to go into that group and answer them. That's why I created the group. But there's one thing about tax questions. Answering them can get really complicated, especially on a website. You've got to ask more questions. Then you've got to get information back. You've got to make sure, you know, you're covering all the bases. So it was a lot of work, and Mark has been excellent. He he usually gets to the questions before I do, and his answers are spot on. He knows this stuff inside and out. And if he doesn't, because maybe it's an area of tax he hasn't worked in, he just says that. And a lot of times they'll send it to me and say, hey, Kevin, I wasn't sure. Could you answer this? But usually his stuff is right on. So I've been running my calculators by him. You know, hey, take a look at this. Make sure I'm not missing something. You know, could you calculate the numbers? Make sure my calculations are right. So he's been a big help in, in that area as well. So two resources right now I've created to help you with this new tax law. And I have more coming. But these are done. One, I have the group that I just talked about. And if you want to be a part of that group, it's an open group. You just log into Facebook and then not a Google search, but a Facebook search inside Facebook. Search for understanding the new tax law in trucking. Use those words. 
you'll find my group. You can join it. And that's where I'm posting, you know, examples. It's where I'm answering questions. Like I said, Mark is in there doing a great job answering questions. We're answering all kinds of questions. Owner-operators, corporations, if you're a driver, how can you maybe convince your carrier to start a per diem program? Again, that's Mark's specialty. So a lot of good resources in that group. So head on over to Facebook and join the group. In the group, you'll also find a link to a form. It's a short form. I ask you about six questions. And then if you want, you can even attach last year's tax return. And and by last year, I actually mean your 2016 return because nobody has 2017 done yet. You can attach your tax return and I'll do two things for you and I'll do it free. I will review your tax return for errors or for strategies that you're missing out on. And I will also run a comparison for you to show you how 2018 tax laws would affect you personally. So I'm going to ask for things like, what is your filing status? Single, married, that kind of stuff. I'm going to ask if you're obviously a company driver or owner-operator. That changes things. I'll ask what either your, your net pay was as a company driver or what your net profit was as an owner-operator. And then I'll ask you how many nights you were away from home. That's it. Answer those questions. Attach your tax return or don't. If you attach the tax return, I can dig a little deeper, but you don't have to. And hit submit and I'll do a free review and a, uh, an analysis of how 2018 will affect you, and I'll send it back to you in email. And then if you're in the group, you can ask questions about it, and I'll go in and answer the questions. I am also planning, here's another resource that I'm hoping to kick off this coming week, and if I don't get it completely finished this week, for sure next week. Because I have so many tax questions, what I want to do is I'm going to start for now, for during tax season, a weekly conference call. So it's not going to be a podcast. It's not going to be stuff that plays here on SiriusXM. It's just going to be a conference call. So we don't have to do commercials. We don't have to do breaks. We're not going to take any other kind of questions, tax only. And then what we're going to do, we'll record that, obviously, just like we do a show, but there'll be no breaks, no commercials, and it's tax only. We'll post the recordings up on our website, and I'm also looking at having those recordings transcribed into text so that, one, if you would rather read it, because sometimes it's easier to understand something in writing than it is listening, or sometimes both. But the other thing, that if it's transcribed into text, it's easier to search, So if you're interested in per diem, you can just search the document for per diem and see all the questions. If you're interested in depreciation, if you're interested in S-Corp. So that's what, and then we'll post those uh, transcribed files up on the website as well. And all of the resources I just described, the group, the free tax analysis, the tax review, and the conference calls and the transcription, all of those are going to be free. Um, We just want to make the information available. We want the industry to get this right. Because I've seen too many times when there are tax law changes, 
the industry gets it really wrong and it ends up costing owner-operators and drivers money. I want to make sure that you have good information. So let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's head off to Illinois. Joe, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, You're welcome. I was, uh, kinda, I, I'm getting uh, conflicting information on black seed oil or do you get it ground up in powder? Which one would you do? Um, I prefer oil, and, and I'll tell you why. I think both of them probably... Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think, and, and this is just kind of an opinion. I don't have a ton of fact to back this up. I think both of them are very beneficial. Um, black seed extract, oil powder, really powerful stuff in a lot of ways. Here, here's my logic and my thought process. Um, I believe that the way the oil has to become a powder is one more step of processing. So I think we take the oil or the seeds, we extract the oil first, then we dehydrate the oil to create a powder. I, I just, if I can get a product closer to its natural state, I always try to. So the less processing steps... I didn't know that. Yeah, the less processing steps yeah, did, there are, the I more I like it. I thought they were getting it. Yeah, well, and again... See, I, my, my friends thought it was the other way around. So. Um, you know, I my, haven't... My friends thought I haven't it was done the other a, way around. I haven't done so. a ton of research on this, but just understanding this is basically what's called a seed oil. So normally what you do... Now, it's possible they're taking the seeds and dehydrating them and then creating a powder. So it really comes down to understanding how each individual product was processed. Oil is more common, and I can find more information about oils than I can about powders. So that would be the reason I would say the oil over the powder. But it's, uh, that, I'll tell you, that's an opinion, and it's not based on a tremendous amount of fact, because I haven't really spent a lot of time on it. I think you're... As long as you know your source, you'd be fine with either one. Black seed oil is pretty powerful stuff either way. Oil or powder. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. April of 2017, Congress voted to allow your internet service provider to sell your internet browsing history. That means everything you do on the internet can be sold to the highest bidder. Your information could lead to hacks, identity theft, extortion, or worse. Stay anonymous with Virtual Shield. Unlike other providers, Virtual Shield keeps no logs of your activity, so there's nothing to sell, nothing to hand over to the government, and no exposure. It's sad that it's come to this, but a VPN is a must-have to protect your data. With Virtual Shield,
field, I can now browse the internet safely and securely without having to worry about anyone stealing my data. I've never used a VPN or even knew what it was before Virtual Shield. It ended up being so easy to use that I recommend it to all my friends. Many celebrities use Virtual Shield to avoid exposure to the press. Protect yourself. Get a free 30-day trial now at virtualshield.com. You have the right to remain private. Go to virtualshield.com and enter promo code SAFE for your free 30-day trial. That's virtualshield.com, promo code SAFE. Your car's fuel economy was never better than when it was new. But time and miles have robbed your car of its MPG and performance. Service managers recommend BG44K to remove carbon and restore mileage in just one tank of fuel. In fact, dealerships nationwide use BG44K nearly 4 to 1 over any other product. To find a shop with BG products, go to bgfindashop.com. BG. Can you imagine selling your car next week and saying to the buyer, hey, don't worry, because the engine is covered against failure for life. It's called the Lifetime Protection Plan for the Engine from BG Products. Now imagine having this huge benefit free with your next oil service when you remember these two letters, BG. BG. BGMOA is available at over 20,000 shops nationwide. Find yours at BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. BG. Attention investors, call National Realty for this slam dunk equity investment now. It's four townhome property lots for the price of two in super hot Delray Beach, Florida. Discounted 50% below market, these lots build $2 million homes. A required fast closing gives a 14 to 16% return and secures you on deed. But you must call now for limited secured flip units at 14 to 16%. Call 201-210-2727. That's 201-210-2727. In offer to buy or sell any securities, only made by a private placement memorandum. Read a first and invest wisely. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. National is a real estate development firm. See us at NRIA.net. Road Dog Trucking Radio. 18 wheels. That's how we roll. Serious six. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. Okay, so I, I know this is going to be a crazy tax season, and I fully expect this. We are doing everything we can to manage it. I, I just got a message from our team that uh, we were just overwhelmed with calls. So please be patient. We will get to you. You're in nice and early in the season, so don't panic. Um, But this is why I've been saying at some point we're probably going to have to stop taking new clients. We want to help as many people as we can, but the sooner you get in, the sooner we can and and the better we can manage this. So thanks for all the calls. It shows me how much demand there really is, but just be patient. Our our team is trying to take as much time with each caller as they can um, because we want you to get this right. So if you've called, please leave a message, and we will continue working through all the callbacks as well. So, wow. Um, it's exciting, though. Lots of good stuff going on. Let's get back to some phone calls. Let's go to Michigan. Rick, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I have a few questions for you about health and drugs. Sure. sure. But I want to get to health first. Okay. Uh, I've been doing garlic and honey every morning, 
And then I've also been uh, doing chia seeds. At first, I was eating them dry, okay. uh, so that I need to soak them. So I've been soaking them in tea and taking them that way. And I've also been doing uh, cider vinegar or apple cider vinegar and honey and mix it in water, in, in a bottle of water and drinking that. Okay. And today, I tried the Bulletproof coffee. I got a 12-ounce coffee. I put a tablespoon, roughly, of butter in okay. and about two teaspoons of coconut oil in it. And, man, that was good. Isn't that good stuff? Yeah. That was a lot better than I thought it was going to Oh, it was. I know. My question, though, is I have a, a 24-ounce Fillmore cup. Yeah. So how much should I be using in that? You mean on the Bulletproof coffee? So I'll give you my recipe. There's no hard and fast rule for this. Whatever works for you, play around with it. My goal in Bulletproof Coffee was to get to the point where I was putting as much fat as I could into that coffee because it, it helps me fast that much longer. It's really satisfying to the appetite. So my basic recipe is 12 ounces of coffee. So you, would, you could potentially double this in a 24-ounce cup. Um, and I usually do two of them a day. So I'm kind of doing the same thing just at separate times. And I do two tablespoons right. of butter, two full tablespoons of butter. And I do two full tablespoons of what's called brain octane. So... Rather than coconut oil, I use what's called brain octane, which is MCT oil, which is derived from coconuts, but it's one specific fat that they get out of coconuts that is really good for the ketogenic diet. It's good for your brain. It helps you think really clear. It's a great energy source, and nothing turns to ketones faster than brain octane. So we have it in our store Um, So I do two tablespoons of each in 12 ounces. That means if I do two cups, I'm doing four tablespoons each every day. I put in a little light balance, which is another product we have in the store. It's a mineral balance of uh, sodium, potassium, and magnesium. I put in a little cinnamon. Um, I put in a little hot chocolate mix, a bulletproof hot chocolate mix that we have in the store. That's got more good fats in it. It's got raw chocolate. Um, so that's kind of my recipe. I even have a, a video up on, uh, up on our website, and it's on YouTube. If you, you know, go to YouTube and search Kevin Rutherford Bulletproof, you'll see the video. Uh, but that's, that's my basic yeah, recipe. Yeah. So, it, but, you know, like I said, trial and error. I tell people on the brain octane, start off easy. Because the, the brain octane, if, if you were to try to do, you know, two tablespoons right off the bat, there's something that even, even Bulletproof, the company, calls disaster pants. Um, your digestive system needs a little bit of time to ease into the brain octane. But I swear that is my secret weapon in keto. That brain octane stuff is amazing. Okay. I'll look for it. Okay, you know... To the trucks. I talked to you uh, last week, the week before, about a 95 Freightliner I bought and been sitting in Florida for the past oh, yeah. year. That's right. Yep. And, well, my question is I'm in this walkaway lease right now, and they want $68,000 after the lease for me to buy it. 
Yeah. Oof. But I'm torn. You know, if I want to try and do that and try and find a driver for my 95 Freightliner. No. No, 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 no. Walk away from this and go work on that car, on that truck. As far as finding a driver where you are in your business right now, not no, but hell no. You, you've, you've, and this isn't a criticism, I'm just telling it like it is. You're in a lease purchase, which is your level of experience right now. I love the idea of walking away from that lease because those numbers sound horrendous and using your 95 to become an owner operator and do it yourself. But the idea of you with your limited business experience right now trying to run your business and hire a driver and manage that truck in today's environment would be suicide. I, I, I would come look okay. for you and hunt you down and kill you if you attempt that. That would be a really <laughs> bad idea. So, but I love the idea yeah, of well, you. Yeah, I consider that. Then. Yeah, I love the idea of you taking that 95 that you bought and putting it on the road and running it as an owner-operator. I think this is a great time to go do that. Okay, I plan on going home in February, and I'll start working on that so I can turn this truck in and and start driving that one. I think it's a great idea. And by all means, nice. as you're working through the process, call me and I'll help you step by step. That sounds like a plan. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to Montana. Scott, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I've got a couple tax questions. A couple tax questions for you. One that you've probably never heard. Okay. Um, I'll get to that one first. I run for Landstar. And I deal with an agency that has office locations in Texas, California, and Oregon. Okay. So I'd like to make a vacation. And you say, as, a, as an owner-operator, we could write off, you know, vacation for business purposes. So going and visiting those agents in person would be a business expense, correct? Absolutely. Great idea, too. Okay, now here's the part you probably haven't heard. I want to use my own personal airplane to make the trip. How do I write that off? Wow, you, this doesn't happen very often, but you are correct. You have given me a tax question I have never heard before. Wowzers, but I think we have an awesome opportunity here because there is no reason why we don't get to take those expenses. So that's the first part of the answer. Right. The first part of the answer is there is a way that we are going to be able to expense this. The second part I'm going to have to tell you before I answer it, I would want to go do some research um, because I, I've never looked it up. I, it's a legitimate business expense. And, you know, it's going to be similar to, like, the coach that I own. Um, Clearly, I can use that coach for just personal reasons, but I also use it for business. So we have a certain way that we deduct those. Now, let me ask you a question because we might have an easier way to do this. Are you incorporated by chance? 
Well, that goes to my next question. Yes and no. Okay. Yes. Yes. If but, yes, um, then then the reason this... I asked the question and the difference between my airplane and your coach is that I have to have a pilot's license. If I use that airplane for business purposes, would I need to have a commercial no. pilot's license in no. order to write off the expense? No. No, definitely not. That I can answer. The IRS could care less about that kind of stuff. So that's that's an FAA. You, you know, the problem with a lot of laws is we have so many damn government agencies. There's no way you can clear it from everybody. But I can tell you that's not an issue. You, you can clearly do this without having a commercial pilot's license. What it really comes down to is looking at a couple different options. You own the plane personally. Could we rent the plane to your corporation, and and would that create a tax advantage for us or not? I'd have to do a little more digging and calculation. Or do we just let the corporation take the deduction, and we have to come up with a formula as to how we allocate it? So one of the things we could do is we could look at all the all of the use on the plane for the year and say this percentage of use was personal and this percentage of use was business and then we take all of the expenses that that you incur to own that plane to house it to do all those things and we take the business percentage as a deduction that's one way that i know we could do it but let me, let me get to a break and I'll come back. I love questions like this. I love challenges like this too because this is a great opportunity. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Tim Ridley, a former driver who gets and understands the life of the professional driver. I get the phone call. I just listen. Join a community of drivers helping each other get through some of the long, lonely miles. Share some of the laughter, some of the things you laughed about. A former driver sharing his wisdom in life and the industry. You can help yourself get through certain situations. The Tim Ridley Show, weekdays, 5 a.m. East. Get involved on Road Dog Trucking Radio and everywhere on the Sirius XM app. Professional truck drivers you can't afford to be left behind a new era of trucking is starting electronic logs automated transmissions mobile apps times have changed isn't it time for you to make a change too? schneider has been an innovative industry leader since 1935 experience it yourself in 2018 a new era of trucking a new year of opportunity a new career for you search all driving jobs and limited time sign-on bonuses at schneiderjobs.com that's schneiderjobs.com 2018 is not just a new year, it's also an opportunity to grow your business with top talent. But how do you find it? ZipRecruiter. One click sends your job ad to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. Their smart matching technology will instantly alert quality candidates about your job. That means you'll start getting great candidates with the right experience almost as soon as your job is posted. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. The right candidates are out there. This is how you find them. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. People from businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. We're so confident ZipRecruiter will get you better results than anywhere else. We'll let you try it free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. ZipRecruiter.com slash try free. Moving the chains on Sirius XM NFL Radio. They don't just speak to the insiders. They are insiders. Jim Miller, 11 years as an NFL quarterback and a Super Bowl champion. Pat Kerwin, NFL coach, scout, and executive. But that's who he is. We have this image of this kid like he's the savior. Do we want to go down the road of paying this kid that much money? It's Moving the Chains weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern with me, Jim Miller. And me, Pat Kerwin, on NFL Radio Channel 88. I'm Todd Bork from the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates dealing with snow and gusts anywhere from Minnesota. Now will extend all the way down through parts of Missouri. There's plain old gusts out there parts of Kansas and Oklahoma. Be careful along that ride. Same type of thing along I-39, I-55, and I-57. Uh, basically in around the Great Lakes, so I-39 into Wisconsin and Illinois, I-55 and I-57 from Illinois down into parts of Missouri. In fact, you can see some rain farther down I-55 into parts of Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi. I-69 in Michigan down into Indiana could see gusty winds and periods of snow. Same type of thing for I-65 from Indiana down into parts of Kentucky, trying to push into Tennessee as well. Be careful on I-25, some gusts and periods of snow be around from Wyoming and even some gusts and some light rain along I-5 from Washington State into Oregon. I'm Todd Bork with Cuts Weather Drivers Twice Now with Road Dog, Sirius Sound 146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. You know, after answering tax questions in the trucking industry since 1990, there aren't many I haven't had. But, Scott, you win the prize today. This is the first, but I love this. Yep. I, always, I always love looking at new <laughs> strategies. So we can deduct this. Um, we would want to sit down and go through the different possibilities and see which one gives us the biggest write-off. Okay. Okay. Well, I figured you hadn't heard it before, and it's been on my mind and listening to you. I figured I'd call in sometime and ask you about it. Yeah, that's a new but one. The, now, uh, we the used, next question I had. Let me, let me just address that. We'll get to your next question. We use all kinds of vehicles as deductions, even vehicles that look like they're for pure enjoyment, like a snowmobile. Um, Aaron is a big snowmobiler, my business partner. Um, but Aaron does... We do Pittsburgh Power and and Aaron from Let's Truck. We do sometimes two snowmobile conferences a year where, you know, owner-operators come into the conference. They do seminars, you know, in the evenings. They go out ride snowmobiles all day long. That makes that a business deduction for the snowmobile. Our coach, you know, which could be for pleasure but also for business. So. I don't, re- I don't see any reason why a plane would be any different. And lots of businesses use airplanes, and some of them spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to use small planes. You know how expensive it can be to own that thing. So I think that's a... Oh, yeah. Uh, Mine, mine's, not, mine's not that quite extravagant. No, but it's still expensive. I mean, you know, I'm aware yeah. of what it costs yeah, for it everything on a plane. So I think that's an awesome deduction. And I think what you're doing going out and visiting is a, a great business idea as well. All right, right. Okay. Um, 
the next question, uh, it does have to go. I do have an escort. I bought a new truck, uh, well, used truck last year. A friend of mine was unhappy at where she was working, and she wanted to come to Landstar and didn't want to buy her own truck and asked if I'd buy one for her to drive over here. And I basically said, sure, as long as I don't have to take any money out of my pocket to pay for your truck, <laughs> right. I'm good with that. But I put it under a corporation. I incorporated an S-Corp out of Delaware. And I did it for the only reason, because I'm based out of Ohio, and Ohio has monopolistic rules regarding work comp. Right. So to get around that, it would be a lot cheaper for me to incorporate out of Delaware. So I have the corporation for that one truck. Everything goes under everything for that truck goes under that corporation and then i have my personal 1099 so i've got two separate leases with landstar i've got one under the corporate name and one under my name can i combine those two 1099s without having to change anything on my personal yeah. i mean can i take my personal 1099 the corporate 1099 and combine them together and say this was the corporate income or do i need yes. to go to landstar and say hey nope. i need to do a a revenue no, nope. which, which, Ten- which is yes. Ten, 1099s are basically just informational documents. We don't even attach them to the tax return at all. The IRS obviously gets their copy. But we're, I, I just say, look, take the easy way. Add up all the revenue. Don't worry about the 1099. Show it all as corporate. Worst case scenario, and I've never seen the IRS question this, but if they did, all we would have to say is, oops, we should have issued another 1099 showing this income going to the corporation. We didn't, and I think the penalty for not filing a 1099 is like 50 bucks. but I've never even seen them you know, enforce that at all. So that one's pretty simple. Now, I, I want to take a step back a second because I may be able to help you a little bit. The problem with when you're a really small company. You know, we hear all the time about these companies that are incorporated in Delaware or Nevada because they have such great corporate rules. What we don't always hear explained properly is those are companies that operate or have locations in all the states. So they're going to have to deal with every set of corporate rules in every state but they get to choose which one they want to be incorporated in. The problem with a small company is because you live and operate in Ohio, even though you go incorporate in Delaware, you now have to register in Ohio as a foreign corporation, and the rules get even worse. I understand how it helped you around the workers' comp, but there may have been an easier way. And I'm really familiar with Ohio workers' comp because... That's where I got my start. In Ohio, you are right. right. Uh, um, in most states, workers' comp is actually run through insurance companies. In Ohio, it's run through the state. Yeah, and, and let the government get their hands on right. anything, and it gets worse. So, But unless something has changed, and I highly doubt it because this is a pretty standard rule, in Ohio, as the owner of the corporation, you are allowed to exempt yourself from the workers' comp rules completely. Yes. Yeah, I don't have to follow them, but according to Landstar's rules, if I hire a driver, I have to follow the state's rules. If, if so that, if that driver it. is I didn't have based, a corporation for just me. If that driver is based in Ohio... If, no, if the 
if the company is based in Ohio, me, so if I hired the driver and I didn't incorporate and I just added another truck under my name and hired a driver, I would have had to get Ohio workers' compensation for that driver. Not me, just for the driver. Yes, see that? But because I incorporated out of Delaware, I skirt that. I don't have to get, according to Landstar's rules, I don't have to get the Ohio workers' They may be interpreting that incorrectly, and and this is common because when you start crossing state lines, which we do all the time in trucking, everything gets more complicated. But workers' comp is always based on the state the employee lives in because that's the workers' comp rules they're going to fall under if anything happens. Now, that, that may have changed. There may be some weird states, so maybe they've got this right. Um The interesting thing about Ohio, it's really kind of screwy. If you exempt yourself as the owner, you go file a certificate, you exempt yourself, they hand you a certificate that makes it look like you have workers' comp. So I had been leased to a carrier at one time that said, we don't care if you're exempt or not. We want you to have workers' comp in Ohio. And I said, oh, okay, here's my certificate. I wasn't paying a penny, but they gave me right, a certificate yeah. that looked like I had it. So I said, sure, I've got it. And then I went out and got right, work I, accident insurance instead. Um, I did have – I had that certificate for the company that I was leased on before. They're based out of Ohio. Oh, good. But when I okay. moved to Landstar, they would not accept that yeah. certificate. Okay. Landstar and, and, won't accept it. They yeah. want you to have the coverage. Got it. Okay. Then you're probably set up correctly. But I've got then. The, the company that I incorporated with, I use that. All the mail from Landstar to the corporate goes to Delaware. Correct. And then they forward it to me. So right. I have a... Hang on. Oh, I see. Nope. Nope. I see what you're saying. So you're not filing in yeah. Ohio as a foreign corporation then. You're You're operating out of Delaware, no. technically. Correct. Everything and anything and everything regarding that particular truck goes to Delaware to the mailing address that I have there. Perfect. And then once a week, they forward me my mail. Perfect. You're, you're set up correctly then. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Well, that was my two questions I had that you know, if I can combine the two 1099s and, uh, yes, because my other accountant said I can't do that. So I kind of wanted to get your idea on that. It, so. Again, it's one of these technicalities, but, but what I look at is how do we keep this simple and what are the consequences and the chances of anything being questioned? The chances of it being questioned, I've never seen it happen once. And if they did question us, we say, oops, we forgot to file a 1099. Lots of companies never do them. And the worst case scenario would be a $50 penalty. Okay. So it would benefit me tax-wise, even for my 2017 taxes, to combine those two together. I would. It's just, just easier. write me a 1099 for my income portion. Yeah. Now, if you wanted to protect yourself, you, you could okay. just take and, and create a 1099 right now for that same amount from you as an individual to your corporation. Then you would file a Schedule C on your personal tax return showing that income coming to you and then being expensed out. So now you have a zero Schedule C. It's a lot of paperwork, but we end up with the exact same result 
And if we're not trying to cheat them, meaning we didn't do this to create some lower tax bill, which we didn't, then they can't penalize you. You, di- you didn't do anything that, that lowered your tax bill. Right. So th- you could do it that way with all that other paperwork. I just don't see the reason. It doesn't accomplish much. So I would still need to write a 1099 from the corporation to me to show my income, right? Uh, well, that wouldn't be a 1099. That would be the W-2 that shows your wages coming out of the corporation and your... Um, oh, I forgot to schedule now. There's the other schedule that shows the draws, and I just drew a total blank. Um, but it's all paperwork. I mean, it, it, it's nothing that's going to change the tax at all. So... Um, why can't I think of the schedule? Okay. I don't know why that sounds right. Um, but yeah, you're fine doing it the way you're doing it. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. alternative and grunge commercial free on lithium channel 34 and streaming on the sirius xm app policies issued by american general life insurance company houston texas not available in all states for details visit aigdirect.com do you have a family would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you if you answered yes you probably need life insurance now do you think life insurance is expensive if you answered yes to that too you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Acme Home Insurance. Yes, I'd like to make a claim. What are you wanting to claim, sir? My water heater broke down. Sorry, but your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover water heater breakdowns. So what do you cover? Home damage from things like earthquakes, volcanoes, a zombie apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse? But that'll never happen. But if it did, you'd be covered, sir. But not my water heater? I'm afraid not. But his water heater could have been covered with a home warranty from American Home Shield. We cover major components of air conditioners, plus 20 other home systems and appliances, like electrical systems, plumbing, refrigerators, and more. For valuable free information, call 1-800-700-4350. Homeowners insurance can cover what might happen. Zombies are coming! But a home warranty helps cover what will happen. Now the dryer won't work. Be sure with the shield. American Home Shield. For valuable free information, call 1-800-700-4350. That's 1-800-700-4350. Limitations and exclusions apply. See plan for details. Drivers come first to Celadon Trucking. 
That's why we are excited to announce our new pay increase and benefits package. Qualified company drivers now start at 40 cents a mile and earn up to 50 cents a mile, plus an extra three cents on both hazmat and reefer loads. Celadon drivers also earn a week of paid vacation every 30,000 miles up to four weeks a year. Celadon is committed to taking care of our drivers by offering them the pay, industry-leading vacation opportunities, and great support staff. Join Celadon today and be part of a team built to succeed. Call 1-800-CELADON or visit driveceladon.com. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. On the Dave Nemo Show, we'll wake you up and catch you up with what's going on. Exclusively on... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get back to some phone calls. Let's head off to Ohio. Steve, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How are you doing today? Good. What can I help you with? Well, uh, you've got my business report and my fuel gauges, and we're we're bouncing our heads off the, the windows on this truck. Uh oh. Hey Steve, can you uh I, I'm having a really hard time hearing you. You're kinda of muffled and way in the background. Okay, hold on just a second. Okay. I'll uh I'll do a little song and dance to entertain everybody. Well How I won't that sing right uh, th- that's better. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're we're beating our heads against the wall because we're trying to decide whether we need to keep this paid-off truck or buy a new truck. And when I say new, I, I mean new. Okay. It'll be a it'll be a brand new one. Uh, most likely, it would be a Western Star because we've got a connection where we can basically steal a Western Star, and uh, we. Uh, we're, we're just not seeing the fuel mileage. We're not, uh, well, you can look at the numbers. We spent a lot of money on maintenance this year. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and, you did. Um, and that's that started in February with a DPF, and then we had uh, a turbo actuator, and then we had uh, ECM, then we had a transmission, and then to top it off at the end of the year, we had to do the AC because we were running California and Arizona, and you can't sleep during the day in Arizona going down the road when it's 85 degrees. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, we I know that we can get probably close to eight miles to the gallon the way we drive out of these new trucks, especially if we go see Bruce and they do a little... Yeah. Electronic stuff to it. Yeah. You know, knowing and, knowing you and, and Lorraine and your operation and looking at your numbers, kind of borderline, but I think I would lean towards the new truck. I, I, I think it might be a yeah. good idea. You guys are profitable. You manage your money well. Um, we could we could make an argument both ways, but I, I think ultimately you'd be happier with the new one. 
Yeah, because we we got a rebuild coming eventually. I mean, this thing still goes ten thousand miles before I got to add a gallon of oil. The motor is just—I love this truck as far as the motor, but I'm just not getting the mileage I want. And uh, because I'm I'm like you, eventually fuel's going to go up. And I remember when it was five dollars a gallon, right? And we had a seven and a half mile per gallon truck, and that made a huge difference. It does, and and I think and, uh, I mean it's, that that we could see that again this year. I mean, I, I think it. You know, I I don't see anything on the horizon, but it's creeping up slowly. All indicators are the economy right. is going to stay hot. The world economy looks pretty good, which drives fuel prices up. So, I, I think there's much more chance that fuel is going up than down, and. I, yeah. th- that would be big at that point. If we saw 4 to $5 a gallon fuel again, yeah. then my right. question would be absolutely go get a new truck. You know, it, so I, I and think... And we can raise our revenue. Yeah. We, we can raise our revenue 50 cents a mile just by filling out some paperwork and starting to pull government loads. Exactly. I mean, I, that's all we got to do is fill the paperwork out, and we're looking at a 50 per mile bump. Right. Which, which more than covers all of the cost of having the new truck, and then you get the other benefits as well. Right. And that's kind of why I said, because I know you guys, I know your operation, that was a little easier question. And you had your numbers right in front of me. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'd be yeah. I'd be down there having sp- fun specking a new Western Star, I think. Yeah. Now, uh, the other question I had, on the DT12, if I went, because we, we run up between 60, 62, if we went with the 12 direct or the 12 open, what would the benefit I, be on either one of those in the rear end? I would go with the 12 over, but still spec the direct gears. So if you go to the dealer and you say you want the overdrive, they're going to spec your overdrive gears and you're going to end up running in 12th. But I want to spec the 12 over, right. but spec the direct gears to run in 11th. So we still have that advantage of running in the direct gear, but we have that overdrive gear for those times when it just makes sense to go 70 miles an hour. Right. Now, that transmission will eventually figure it out, won't it? And it'll stay indirect instead of I, switching on up to overdrive because it'll be lugging too much? That's a good question. I, I'm not exactly sure about that. Maybe somebody that has one set up that way could call us and tell us that. I don't know. You might be right. But even yeah. if it doesn't, yeah. you know, I think it's easy enough to force it. Yeah. Would you go 264s? No, I think I'd actually go... Like two forty sevens. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that's right. You said do the direct gears. Just yeah. Get the the overdrive. Yeah, okay. and that that DD fifteen. Right, we could even go down to like two thirties, and that that engine will still pull way down there. So at at the the very highest number, lowest rate. Well, yeah. Um, I would go 247 or even higher. I might even look at some 230 gear options. Yeah. Have you heard the rumors about Western Star doing a lift axle? 
I have not. I haven't looked at Western Star's options. I should do that because I really like that new truck. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kevin. I appreciate it. You have a great day. You're welcome. Congratulations. Have fun with that, too. Let's uh, let's go to Oklahoma. Colin, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Uh, after that last call there, I almost wanted to change what question I was going to ask you, but I'm still running around in my old 2000 T800, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking I've got to change to something else, but our com- the company I'm leased to has been building some gliders of late. Uh, everything they do is W9s because that's what they like, but I want to try it. thinking either at a 680 or an 880. I'm not really sure. I don't think the 880 is a real disadvantage aerodynamics-wise, and you can get the better sleeper on it now. But the question I had, being that it's going to be a glider, I'm running a 13 double over right now with this N14, and I was thinking of upping the gearing like you say to, because like right now I'm running 370s. Right. Um, I was thinking of upping the gearing, and and uh, but with tank, the problem comes in when you start losing your lower gear a little bit. Because I even noticed that going from, I had uh, I had uh, four tens, which is really nutty. But yeah. when I made that jump, I noticed that it was a little harder lifting off, especially when the load has slumped to the in the wrong position when you're trying to climb up onto a road. Yeah. But an eight an eighteen speed. An 18-speed, correct me if I'm wrong here, that the splitter is either direct in high or reduced in low, right? You know, there are so many different transmission models that I hesitate to even try to answer that. What I do, literally, is I get the transmission serial number and go look up each individual ratio chart so that I can say, I don't even try to... Go ahead. There's the problem with that, though, and I've I've even asked guys that build them, and I got a couple of answers that seem to make sense, but see, this is the question I had whenever you talk about running in in, in 11th gear, because it's direct. I'm going, well, okay, but my question is, what is the most mechanically direct... Uh, pattern in that transmission because if if up in the splitter is an overdrive because it's a double over transmission so if 12th is an overdrive and 13th is a double overdrive my logic said that that the the splitter the back end of the transmission is stepping it up but they tell me that it's it's actually either straight through one to one or stepped down when you're on the low side of the splitter so to me, I thought, well, if I get an 18, then the bottom end also splits, and that means I have technically a slightly lower set of gears if I want. That's why. And, but I and, guess and I'm still going to have to go digging. You, <laughs> you are, and that's why I have to take the model number and go look up the – because you can go look up a chart that will show you the exact ratio of every single gear, 1 through 18. 
And that's what I have to do because I, there's so many different options and so many different models. Let me, um, let me put you on hold through the break. I'll come back and see if that's, uh, that's all we got. I, if, if you know somebody that builds them and understands ratios and they can help you with that, I have to go look it up. It's the only way I know because there's just too many options. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Radio 147 is your guide to the commodities markets, ag news and trade, with expert analysis protecting your investment. Fishing, hunting, conservation, rural lifestyle is the outdoor lifestyle on Rural Radio 147. Professional bull riding, rodeos, highlights, and live action from across North America. The number one source for Western sports, Rural Radio 147. Whether it's Western sports, hunting and fishing, or the latest in ag markets, Rural Radio 147 will take you there. Rural Radio 147, or listen on your phone with the Sirius XM app. Truckers, the electronic logging device mandate has been in effect since December 18th. If you're still on paper logs only, you're risking your livelihood. If your carrier switched to e-logs last minute and it's been a bumpy ride, you're paying the price for your carrier's procrastination. It doesn't have to be that way. Schneider has used e-logs since 2010, having worked through technology, dispatch, and other business impacts long ago. Orientation with expert ELD trainers starts every week. Join Schneider today at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. When would you prefer to spot that burglar? While he's outside, casing your home, or after he breaks in? The best home security is the one that protects you inside and outside. That's Blink Home Security. Most home security is slow and unreliable and goes off after he breaks in. Too late. Blink is proactive home security, which is why I have Blink. It's motion activated. The instant Blink detects some crook snooping around my home or looking in my car for the garage remote, I get an instant alert and a video clip on my smartphone. Blink helps stop the crime before it happens. Blink cams are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on batteries you don't replace for years. And Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home anywhere from your smartphone. Blink is offering an amazing deal. Get three Blink cams for what the other guys typically charge for one, plus 10% off. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Visit BlinkProtect.com slash news. Owner-operators, looking for a reconditioned pre-emission long hood with a fresh manufacturer's certified overhaul, including a nationwide manufacturer's engine warranty? Road Dog Truck Sales has them. We specialize in reconditioned 379s and W900s with fresh certified engine overhauls. Easy financing, too. We sell pre-emission long hoods that look new, smell new, and with a fresh overhaul protected by a four-year warranty, run like new. Call Road Dog Truck Sales at 833-ROAD-DOG, 833 Road Dog or RoadDogTruckSales.com. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Watch out for some snowy, windy travel anywhere from the Great Lakes all the way through the plains. Take a look at the east-west interstate starting north, I-94, 996, gusty winds and periods of snow showers in Michigan. Also along I-94, it does track your way to the snow anywhere from Indiana into Illinois, parts of Wisconsin, and then more gusty conditions. Some snow out there in Minnesota, plain old gusts out there in parts of North Dakota, and then also some gusts and some snow in Montana. I-90, same type of thing, anywhere from Pennsylvania with the snow and gusts all the way through parts of Minnesota. Then there's plain gusty winds out there through South Dakota, then back to snow and gusts in parts of 
Wyoming, and Montana. I-80, same type of thing, the snow and gusts from Pennsylvania all the way through Wyoming. I-70, snow and gusts anywhere from Pennsylvania all the way into Colorado. I'm Todd Bork with Cut Weather for Drivers Twice Now on Road Dog. Sirius is on 146. Now the Sirius map. Smart. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We are going to get back to the phones. Let's head off to California. Cody, welcome to the program. Hello again, Kevin. I, I purchased a Kentucky moving trailer, spread axle, drop frame van, and I'm thinking about aerodynamics. Uh, this trailer does not have your standard belly boxes like most moving vans have. It has a single four-foot box between the spread axle. Are there any skirt options or what kind of aerodynamic package could you suggest for a drop frame van? It's just not something I see very often. So this is a drop frame van, so you don't have a lot of space between the, the bottom of the trailer and the ground anyway, right? I probably have 24 inches, I would guess. Yeah, I don't think there are many so options for you. probably I, wouldn't I, make much I, sense. No, I, I, there's not enough of an advantage. That's not a big enough space. We can't use the under tray system. Um, but I don't think you have any options, and I'm not sure it would matter all that much anyway. You, you don't have a, a big okay. gap there. Um, so I would focus on, you know, other aerodynamic improvements, like you could put the um, the lead edge up on the top front from Smart Truck. You could put the uh, top kit on the back top from Smart Truck, and you could put the back side fairings from uh, Smart Truck, and those would all okay. help. And I think you're underneath. Your aerodynamics are significant cleaner, significantly cleaner than a freight trailer anyway. Well, I can certainly understand that. It does have the cross members, of course, that are exposed. Uh, this trailer was set up for a reefer, so it's got some spray foam under it that even further seals uh, between there. Uh, one more question for you. On my tractor, I've got uh, 14, 3, 20, 16-ply uh, R283A Bridgestone steers, and I'm on set number four, and I've just rolled over 200,000 miles. I'm having issues just keeping quality tires uh, really any longer than about 70,000 miles at best. The most recent set I put on, they suggested that I run max air pressure at 120 pounds, and that's something I've never done. Uh, Any opinion on that? I agree with them. I like high air pressure. Almost, and, and if, if you talk to Mike Beckett, Mike Beckett is like the guy to talk to about tire wear. He's been doing this forever. He will tell you that 95% of the problems he sees in tire wear is under inflation. He very seldom ever finds a, a tire wear problem due to over inflation. It can happen. 
but it's a whole lot more rare. I've always had really good luck okay. running way high on tire pressure. Not only does it improve tire wear, it improves fuel economy. The one downside, and you'll notice this, the ride gets a little stiff. And it, it, you'll, you'll notice that at 120 pounds in your steer tire, you're going to notice the ride gets a little stiffer. But your tire wear could very well improve. Your fuel economy will improve. Here's the other thing, though, that I would do that. I don't think that's going to solve all of your problems. When you have a tire that's only going 70,000, and I used to deal with this all the time, there's more going on. Um, who, where do you get this truck aligned? Uh, I've done it at a place in New York. I don't recall the name. Uh, I've done it at Southern Tire Mart and just this past week at Peterbilt, uh, St. Louis. Okay. I, I can't speak to any of those places directly, but they're, I can almost guarantee they're using the standard kind of alignment racks that, that trucking shops use. And I could go through a list that would take me about an hour of all the reasons why you can come out of there with a really bad alignment. The, the one alignment system okay. that I absolutely trust is MD Alignment. And, and Mike Beckett, the guy I mentioned earlier, owns MD Alignment. He designed the equipment. He sells the equipment. He trains people on it. It's drop-dead simple. You can do it in a parking lot. It doesn't require a big shop. And, I mean, the, the, the equipment, you can carry it around in a bag. But it is amazing if you get a, a technician that's trained properly using the MD Alignment. Do you ever get through Kansas City? Absolutely. Um, T&E Tire, are you familiar with it? No, sir, that doesn't ring a bell. They're, they're right around T&E. the T&E Tire Shop. They're, they're a full-service repair shop. They do engines, but they also have a tire shop there. Um, they're right around the corner from Harris Casino, may, maybe a mile away from Harris Casino. And... Part of that is uh, Chad Hone, who does alignment solutions. He works out of their tire shop. Chad will take care of you. I've seen Chad take a truck that has been getting, like you just said, 70,000-mile steer tire wear for the last five years after having five alignments, nothing ever changed. I've seen Chad get, get his hands on that truck and all of a sudden, you're getting 150 or 200,000 miles out of your steer tires. Understood. Okay, well, I think I will try that. I certainly appreciate it. I'm doing well on all my other tires. I just can't keep them on the front. It, so I sure appreciate you and enjoy the show. You're welcome. Very, very common problem. And Chad, by the way, is the guy. He, he was trained by Mike Beckett a long time ago. And when we send people to Chad, their alignment problems get solved. He is top-notch. And if you need any other work while you're there at T&E Tire, great shop. They carry the modifications we talk about here, whether it's the OPS, um, Pittsburgh Power stuff. They, can, they are a Pittsburgh Power remote tuning location. So if you want to get some ECM tuning done, you go to T&E Tire in Kansas City. They hook up all the equipment to the ECM. You connect to a technician in Pittsburgh, and they do the remote tuning. Very, very uh, cool setup.
So we love the whole group there at T&E Tire because you can get everything we talk about done in one place. Let's go to... Oh, you know what, Colin? You were up at the top of the board. I was supposed to go back to you on the transmission. I just wanted to make sure that... um, that that helped because the only way I can answer that question for sure, I I would have to be looking at the model number and, and check each ratio. Yeah, well, I you know I all of our all of the company trucks are 18. Um, a lot of them are heavy spec for running in Canada just because of the bigger weights, the double trailers and stuff. Yeah, but I, they they don't they don't seem to want to to. Like this truck here, I like it because it was spec for doing U.S. Canada deck, and it, 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 you know, they they shaved a lot of things down on it. Like it's only got forty diffs in it instead of you know forty sixes, which isn't really need. Right. You know, a few things like that. This truck doesn't weigh a lot, um, but again, the, the thirteen speed, I I, 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 I like I like at least that many gears just for the. Like I say, for tank, it seems to work good for the places I end up going sometimes. But uh, anyway, that 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 helps me out. I, I, I'm going to have to look at it that way. I wasn't looking at it that way before. I was just kind of asking, well, how does that splitter work? But I guess if I look at the ratios, it'll tell me that. Yeah, it's but, it's easier uh, than me trying the other to guess was, and then being wrong. I know there's a 13-speed single overdrive transmission that has a really low, low gear. I just can't remember what the model number is on it. Yeah, well, there's different ones. I mean, there's it, it's like, it's like um, that 13 that you're talking about. I remember driving one where they had a... They had a single not a single switch on it for switching it, and and you went low high, and then you had like it was a direct overdrive on the same switch, but one click up, you know. And then that one was a little bit different; had a different pattern than this one. It was a it was a fuller, but right. it was the old style. But anyway, that that's just anecdotal. It just shows I've driven a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, um, yeah. The other question I had was. Last time I talked to Pittsburgh Power about this N14, they don't seem to do much with them. They seem to be very cat and Detroit centric. And what I wanted to get done was I wanted to get the ECM reworked because it is this is winter number nineteen, and I, you know it's got to have something that needs doing in it because they're notorious for having issues as they get old. You know, the the reason they don't do a lot on the N14, um, well, there's the music. Oh, you know what? I've had you held over, though. Th- that ECM is really rudimentary. There's not a lot you can change in that ECM. So you could always get a new ECM and replace it if you're worried about it being old. But as far as programming, that's one of the more simple ECMs. So there aren't a lot of ways to tweak it. That's why they don't do a lot of programming itself in the N14 ECM. There's just not a lot you can do in there. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us, and stick around. Kevin Rutherford.
discover Sirius XM's new original channel, Pop Rocks. I love Pop Rock. My kids and I can listen to it and sing at the top of our lungs in the car, and we all enjoy it. I play it constantly with my girls, and it takes me back to the glory days of the late 90s and early 2000s. Pop Rocks. It's always Dave Matthews, Hootie and the Blowfish. I love them all. Keep up the great work. Hear it before you hear about it from a friend. Pop Rocks, Channel 17, or on the SiriusXM app in the Pop category. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big, bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is smaller than a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Experience the life-changing freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. To receive your risk-free 10-night trial, call now, 1-800-900-8313. Again, that's 1-800-900-8313. 1-800-900-8313. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. If you're a small business, first impressions can make all the difference. With Grasshopper, you get all the features of a professional business phone system on your mobile phone. Choose a business phone number, make calls, and send texts. Stay connected and work from anywhere with features like Wi-Fi calling and our desktop app. Set up your account in minutes with no long-term contracts and 24-7 customer support. Make your small business big. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash phone. That's grasshopper.com slash phone. Landline now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. We report on pretty much everything trucking. We are very balanced, accurate, specifically for the driver. Landline now. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. This, uh, this day kind of flew by. I'm going to get back to some phone calls. Let's go to Florida. Joseph, welcome to the program. Yeah, good evening, Kevin. Uh, thanks for uh, all the good info today. Uh, boy, I was getting excited. 
you were talking about all these people putting you down a bash, and you, I was wondering why none of them are getting on the air. You guys screen them out? No, my God, we invite them on and we tell them we will even call them so they don't have to wait in line. That's usually when they delete their conversation and disappear into a hole. Okay. I thought, I thought you guys might screen them out or just make them wait, wait on hold for so long they just hang up. No, you're you're one of the few people that, you know, call and challenge the things I say and actually have facts to back up your point of view. So we love having you on. Well, the only reason I get through is because I tell Lisa I'm going to say how great you are. So <laughs> I think that's why I get to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's on your mind today? Uh, a question about question about an overhead um i haven't got an overhead since i've had the truck i got two 260 miles on it um fuel mileage hasn't changed still just a little bit over eight not burning any oil between oil changes which i'm doing every every month so i'm just wondering should you get an initial overhead or just wait it out what engine uh, Detroit 60 Series? You know, the, the 60 Series isn't known for holding overheads really well. The DD-15 does. I mean, I've seen DD-15s go forever and never need an overhead touched. But I'm a big believer in a fuel economy hasn't changed. We're not burning any oil. Are you sampling at all? Oil samples? Uh, no. No, I'm not. You know, not sometimes I'll, I'll say, you know, if you're really, I, I don't think you have anything to worry about. I don't think I would mess with it. If fuel economy hasn't changed, not burning oil, I think I'd leave well enough alone because I've seen people take a good overhead and screw it up. Um, at the, if you wanted, you could pull a sample, see, in it, see if we're getting excessive soot, but I, I doubt it. I, I think I would just leave it alone. So... You're saying even from the beginning, it might be just fine. Don't don't touch it. Like because you said you got good fuel mileage on yours. I that you wouldn't do any overheads until you started to see your fuel mileage drop. Yeah, even or if or it was or three so, almost three years or soot start to climb in the oil sample. Yeah, I mean when it when they're running right, when fuel economy is good, we're not burning oil, we're not seeing a lot of soot. It, it's usually an indication that the overhead is fine. And I don't want to mess with one when it's right. Okay. All right. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for the time and the info. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's see. Let's head off. We're going to go north of the border this time. JP, welcome to the program. Hi, uh, Kevin. How are you doing? Thank you to uh, take my call there. You're welcome. You help me. You have to help me out here a little bit. You know who I am. You know what truck I drive. I, I drive the five seven nine two thousand seventeen with the with all the bells and whistles. Super economic. The best. The best. Three friends of mine did the same. Two thousand seventeen um, best fuel performance truck for that brand on the market, like um, the Western Star, the. Um, uh, International, the Kenworth, uh, and me with the 579. All of us 
we do the same work up and down the East Coast, Northern East Coast, going into uh, the Maritimes and back and forth and back. All of us, uh, except one, gets about half a gallon better. That's the Western Star. But uh, all of us are getting round about six and a half to 6.8 miles to the gallon. Okay. We're not driving uh, fast, so we do about 100 kilometers an hour, so that's 60 miles an hour. Um, what are we doing wrong? You know, here's the thing. Fuel economy is really, really complicated. I, I try to simplify it as much as I can. We always base everything on physics. There, there are basically three laws of physics that govern our fuel economy. Um, the number one is aerodynamics. So we have to look at all the aerodynamics, front to back, truck, trailer, everything. Then rolling we, resistance. We got all the same trailers. Well, and again. Um, we got all Michelins. Okay. And that, that helps, I mean, but, but there's differences. I mean, you just changed the fifth wheel setting. No. You changed the fifth wheel setting, you've changed the aerodynamics. You slide the no. tandems, you've changed the aerodynamics. No. The next thing is yeah, rolling. No. The next thing is rolling resistance. Then we have mechanical resistance through the drive line, and then we also so I said three physics, but it's four, the thermal efficiency of the engine itself. Now we have weight and mm-hmm. terrain differences, we have driver differences. So it, when you look at all the possible variables, comparing two trucks mm-hmm. is almost always a waste of time. Because unless no, we, we did four. Well, that makes it even worse. The more trucks we add, the more the comparison becomes absolutely worthless because we've introduced even more variables. So one of the things I don't do very often is I don't try to look at one truck and go, I've had people tell me, Kevin, you're wrong about aerodynamics. I've got a W9 and my friend has a T600 and I get better fuel economy than he does. Well, you could. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah, well. But you also can't argue aerodynamics. My My God, that's why airplanes don't look like W900s, because we know how important (laughs) aerodynamics are. So, yeah. I'm I'm from from Europe, so we we know what what aerodynamics are. Exactly. Right? Right. And we know what everybody has a 6x2, everybody has the automatic, everybody has the Michelin, uh, XDN, we drive on the uh, now, see, winter let, tires, let, the XDN 2s. Uh, the XDN is horrible for fuel field. economy. Mm-hmm. It's a Michelin tire, a but it's got lousy rolling resistance, the XDN does, so there, there's one place we could improve. But to really answer your question, we have to take each individual mm-hmm. truck we have to look at specs. We have to look mm-hmm. at operations. I'd like to pull an oil sample to see if mm-hmm. everything's burning correctly. We test charger coolers. We mm-hmm. make sure the overhead's set right. And mm-hmm. then we start looking at gearing. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, then we start modifying. But, you know, just hearing the specs okay. off the top of my head, I would expect you guys to mm-hmm. be more in like the seven and a half, eight. Now, what year are these trucks? 2017. Yeah, I would expect you guys to be in the seven and a half to eight range. So I would start looking at why None are you in, in the sixes. Um, but it, it, there's never an easy answer Canadian, to this. Canadian winter fuel? 
that that's a big part of it. Not only Canadian, Canadian that's a part of it, yeah. but that's not all of it. So the wi- almost everything about winter driving hurts fuel economy. The colder the temperature is, the less efficient the engine becomes. The colder the temperature is, the more drag we see through the drive line. The colder the air is, the more dense it becomes. So aerodynamics, we have a harder time pushing through really cold air rather than warm air. In the wintertime, we tend to have more snow and ice, which really kills fuel economy. We do have the winter blend fuels, which have less energy in them. I I could go on and on. This is why fuel economy is so complicated. There's so many variables. So, you know, we, we have to look at all the numbers. We have to track trucks for a long period of time. We do the modifications that we absolutely know fix things, make them better. But it, there's no easy answer. That's why we like working with companies like Pittsburgh Power or T&E Tire. They, they follow the things we talk about. They understand it. They know the modifications. They know what things to test. And they physically have their hands on the truck and they're looking at it. You know, for me on the show, you know, trying to talk about four trucks all at once, almost impossible. You know, we might be able to take, if you had an oil sample and you had tested the charger cooler um, and I had all your specs in front of me, we could start working on one at a time. But again, comparing trucks, there's not much value in it. There's just way too many variables to try to really nail down why one truck gets better than the other. But... uh, Call me again with some more information, those things I talked about, and we'll spend a little more time on it. But unfortunately today, time is something I am all out of. We'll do it again next time. Thanks for joining me. Head on over to the website, letstruck.com. Join the Facebook group, Understanding the New Tax Law in Trucking. And call our Tribe Care team, 855 800 Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio.